Jimmy, we're, we're ordered after Alphabet in stream. Alright, so Craig goes first. <laughs> yeah. Now recording. Uh, am I still introducing us? Let me find a page in the book real quick. Wait, is this a cold open? It's all cold open, baby. Oh, shit, it's cold open all the way down. Books. This is a book that came out in uh, the year 2000. The third book in the series is the longest book in the series in my books. In the novels, write the book in the first book. Books. In the uh, books. Books. The fifth book is about to come out. Two books. And in the books. He does that in the books, too. Hello, welcome to A Song of Babies and Puppies. Uh, we're in a Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast, the hundredth you've heard of. Uh, my name's Emmanuel, uh, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, who will introduce themselves in a in an orderly fashion. Hello, I'm Chaz, uh, and I'm here, and I'm ready to talk about some great, cool chapters today. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Hi, uh, my name is Janosch, also known as Lots of Guns. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just bring that there's nicknames, I wasn't ready. <laughs> Um, hi, I'm Kay, and I am... don't have anything new. <laughs> next time, next time. So, uh, hi, I'm Rainer, I'm uh, 33, and I never fucking learned how to introduce myself. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, I'm just, we were just doing a deep dive on uh, George's website, and we learned about uh, his childhood secret identity, which is a cowboy named Lotze Gans. So that's where that came from, for those who don't read everything we post in Discord. Which I don't know why you don't, and you should be. Or I don't know George's entire biography, which also everyone should know. Yeah, you fake fans. These episodes come <laughs> with study notes that people need to read. You can't, uh, behind the episode, like, oh, we're going to do one of those, and that's where we'll talk about how we kind of forgot how to introduce ourselves. And, um... <laughs> Yeah, but you gotta watch all that to like understand the story because it's so deep and uh, written yeah. by geniuses. I mean, we're just so we're just so focused on the literary discussion that we don't have resources for like any production quality yeah. or stuff like that. Ninety-five <laughs> percent of my brain canyons are just labeled yeah. uh, <laughs> like I don't know, books. And, um, <laughs> Not labels, obviously. George voice books. I just opened up the wiki because I remembered I hadn't had it open. And I just noticed at the, if you click on books, there's going to be like, you know, on the, there's going to be like the cover arts of all the books. And they included a cover art for the winds of winter. <laughs> yeah. It's like the horn or something. Yeah. It's a horn. Yeah. Is it like a fan-made thing, or is that anything? Everyone's been using no. it. I don't know yeah. if it's like not confirmed or what. Maybe it was like in, in the back of Dance of Dragons with like, uh, come in 2016. Oh, yes, makes Winds sense. Winds of Winter, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure like, <laughs> as soon as Dance was released, they had that guy, and he had it ready like the next day, and he's like, hey, I'll put this <laughs> on the shelf for 10 years. I swear I've seen one for Dream of Spring, too. I don't know what it was. They only have a question mark here on uh, on a wiki of ice and fire. I think that's a that's good one. That's the good Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, <laughs> what is this? 
It's just a picture like a of George door or something. <laughs> George just making the guess I'll die face. <laughs> George, no, you can't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I meant like... All right. Uh, do we have news? No. <laughs> Surprisingly, no big news in, in one week. It's a slow Winter sort winter's of still coming. news day. <laughs> Winds of Winter is still not out. Um, but it will be. Wait, I was close. This is like... Uh, sorry, this Dream of Spring uh, poster that Kate just posted in the Discord is just a gravestone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's grim. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> it's got a that fucking... Is, that, that is pretty grim with the title. It's yeah. George's gravestone. <laughs> it's no. <laughs> it's got a like Cthulhu skull. That's pretty good. George is gonna die before publishing a Dream of Spring, but the manuscript will be hidden in like a series of riddles okay. that you have to solve, <laughs> starting at his gravestone. <laughs> See, that would be good. And then if you get to the end, it will reveal that he did not actually die, and he's just wearing a very large hat. <laughs> <laughs> the gravestone is, is the just gravestone. another hat. Yeah. <laughs> George's greatest trick of all. Alright, so we do have one news item. George uh, <laughs> tweeted that he is sponsoring a scholarship for um, a promising writer of Lovecraftian cosmic horror. Uh, mm. And so applications are now open for that, which is, I think that's cool. That's good. It's called, like, like, the Miskatonic Scholarship? Hmm. I didn't is, click through to read that, but it's the it's the name of the university town or something in. Oh, okay. I know because it's uh, mentioned in Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> the the post says Odyssey is an intensive workshop for aspiring writers of science fiction, fantasy, and horror. I sponsored an annual scholarship for a promising writer of Lovecraft and horror. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a logo that just says cosmic horror, and there's tentacles coming out on both sides can vibe with that i think it's cool i don't know about calling it explicitly lovecraftian but yeah Yeah. i guess it pulls in more people or something i for me for me it's calling something lovecraftian is kind of an advertising thing at this point yeah yeah i mean i think i feel like cosmic horror kind of gets the same vibe but you're right that lovecraft has a little more brand recognition we're kind of peak lovecraft now I think there's gonna be like a Lovecraft movie directed by David and Dan. <laughs> there's, there, there is a it's movie, about how right? what if yeah. Lovecraft was real? I think. <laughs> what if Lovecraft won the Civil War? <laughs> like oh, it, no. it plays at current day, but there's like Lovecraftian gods or something. It sounds very bad. <laughs> They're gonna, gonna remove all the supernatural elements from the yeah. horror somehow. It's just realistic. Say, <laughs> fucking... just, just regular monsters running around. Just a, just a very scary painting, but there's nothing yeah. supernatural about it. Just I just don't today. vibe with this painting. <laughs> God. Well, can they just die already? Like, why would anyone <laughs> giving them any projects at all? It's wild. Yeah, I know it was so good to hear when they get kicked off. Do they still have anything left right now? Yeah, what are they doing? They're doing. They're directing a a comedy special for Netflix by um, one of the actresses from the Ghostbusters uh, reboot. What's her name? Leslie something. Mm. 
Ugh. Oh right, yeah. I mean, I, I hate to, I hate to give anything to them, but I think they are not half bad at maybe comedic timing. Uh, they're probably they're like writing the jokes. They're not writing the jokes. They're yeah. just directing a if, live. If they are just recycling session, so someone the... else's material, <laughs> uh, maybe. But maybe. it's the kind of thing you can find anyone else to direct. Yeah. It, at least as good as they. Like they're yeah. probably not gonna do an awful job with it. They're mm. not even. They're not good at directing. They've directed like two <laughs> yeah. episodes of Game of Thrones, and and they like, were fucking garbage. Yeah, that was the first time they directed anything. Yeah. Why do they need to work together? Why, what do each of them bring to the table? <laughs> is there a difference? They're no, just the good thing friends. Is, they just get lonely. Uh, the thing is, Dan Vice doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Have you not read the theory by a friend of the show, Ducky, that, uh, I, I think it was his theory, or he, uh, he's just one of the, uh, the more prominent Dan Weiss truthers. <laughs> but like, basically the theory is that, uh, Dan Weiss is just like a puppet controlled by uh, David <laughs> Benioff. But for what purpose? Oh, just make so... make it seem like people like him? Yeah, just okay. so there's someone who's even dumber than him. <laughs> Which one is the one with the dad who was, like, instrumental in the financial crisis? This was Benioff, I think. Okay. That's Benioff, yeah, like, because, like, Goldman Sachs, uh, uh, CEO, something like that. Mm, no. yeah. Then, because the, the thing is also about Dan Weiss, uh, David Benioff has, like, written several books before he started uh, writing screenplays and has, like, a bunch of screenplays credited only to himself. Uh, Dan Weiss... <laughs> Only has co-credits with uh, Benioff, except for one book he wrote. But that one book has a pull quote by David Benioff on the cover. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Curious, sir. Yeah. I'm sold. He wanted to be like his dad, but he like couldn't find another housing market to crash, so he uh, <laughs> he crashed the he crashed the great housing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he crashed the high garden housing market. He crashed the. Uh, so he's basically Littlefinger. I can't put this joke together. I'm trying to like. <laughs> no, no, no! It was good. It was good. <laughs> There's houses in Game of Thrones. He extinguished the houses. <laughs> he, cra- he, he crashed the a lot of them. Yeah. He he broke the wheel. Um, he crashed House Tyrell. That's one or House Marcel. Crashed a bunch of them. It's true. Yeah. D But this Bye is not time. a TV show podcast. We don't know no. about the TV Thankfully, show. Thankfully, yeah. There is no TV show. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, what what is this show we're talking about? I don't remember it. And this is where I'm gonna cut in the part where George says books. Nice. I'm not. I'm not actually gonna do it. But like, imagine how cool that would be. <laughs> be so fucking cool. Books. 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 <laughs> All right, we read chapters. We read. We read four uh, chapters. Yeah. And we're officially uh, halfway through the book now. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so our first chapter was uh, Catelyn Six. Um, she is journeying into the Vale, and it's really pretty. And uh, some people died getting her there. She's still getting doubts about Tyrion's culpability. Uh, she meets our favorite boy, the number one uncle. <laughs> number one uncle of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Let me interrupt you here for a moment because 
I just noticed you said some people died on the way. Yeah, let's review all of our favorite chicken memories. <laughs> the time he cut up the horse. I like that he was called yeah. chicken. The time you guys said that his, his name sounded like chicken, and that was the yeah. first time I realized it. <laughs> he, he fought some people, probably. Oh yeah, that's definitely how he died. Yeah. He was best friends with Funny Braun, probably. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. Kind they were both best friends with Funny Jack? Or no, he was one of the sellswords? No, Jake was from the Night Watch. No, no, Jake was... Uh, Jake was Tyrion's guy, right? Yeah, he was Tyrion's man. Chick, yeah. Chick who, who was Tyrion's uh, other guy? Morik. Morik? Morik. Oh, Morik, yeah. okay. <laughs> yes. So many great characters we lost already. Caitlin, yeah, Catelyn doesn't even mention that that guy also died, for sure. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, and the other stooges. Uh, I think this is like a minor spoiler, but later they'll mention that uh, Bron, like Chicken, was dying, and Bron just like finished him off because it was the one last mouth to feed. And uh, yeah. so I don't know how good of friends they were, but <laughs> isn't yeah. that what you expect from your best friend? Yeah. Did he, did he cut off his head and then his body kept running around? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. That would be quite a lot of foreshadowing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have quite a lot of foreshadowing in, in early, early in this chapter, like the fourth sentence or something. But I think we'll keep that for the spoiler part. I don't even... I'm excited. I don't even remember. No <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, do everyone, you? Okay. everyone died except for Catelyn, uh, Tyrion, uh... Braun, Braun, Merillion, Merillion, and Roderick, and Willis. If you hide, oh yeah, Willis. That's right. If you just hide in a corner while everyone's fighting, I guess you just live. Yeah, it's a good. He kind of had an excuse. Like he had a broken hand after the first fight, so he kind of had an excuse. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder if Tyrion ever regretted that. I played Fortnite like two or three times in my life, and that's how I got the fires that I just hit somewhere while. Everyone else is kidding themselves. It's a legitimate strategy. Chicken wasn't fast enough at building his giant tower. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have all the, the hotkeys memorized yet. So uh, we made Brendan Tully uh, the Blackfish. He's dope as fuck. Um, He's good. He's they, woke as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> He's gay as fuck. Hell yeah. No relation to the other podcaster. No, yeah, no relation at all. I to... can't believe that he just like steals a name and everyone calls him that. That's fucked up. What if I'm just like, my name is Maya Stone now, and you will have to call me that, <laughs> and then I'll just say some racism. We can do that. It's true. We can do that. It's like if my I was going as Bruce Wayne now online. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they they travel through the veil. They go through a, the bloody gate, uh, and then they reach the castle at the bottom of the mountain, uh, which is. It's just another gate. I don't know what's it called. The castle at the it, bottom. Isn't it the stone or something? No, stone. That's like the one stone, not the bottom it? one. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, they go through it. Uh, then they tra- so like they leave Roderick at the at the first one because he's wounded. Kellen uh, wants well, to. They like, all want to stay there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Kellen just yeah. wants to chill, but they're like, uh, Lysa wants you to see you, so. Yeah, Bronn, Tyrion, uh, and Merlin 
travel along with Gatlin. They get they reach the bottom of the mountain, and then everyone except Gatlin, who's like Lysa wants to see right away, stays the at the gates bottom. The gate of the moon is the bottom one. Oh, okay. Wait. Mm. Is it? Okay, yeah. They call it the bloody gate as well. That's what the gates well, of the moon is like the way into the veil, like into the valley okay. that Brendan is guarding because he's the guardian of the gate or whatever, the knight of the gate. That's the one at the bottom. So the bloody gate is uh, into the veil and then the yeah. gates of the moon is the bottom of the mountain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting you. that you say so blood and gates. moon. I know. The, so, mm. Blood, moon, sto- well, stone, what? snow... Oh, I'll figure it out. Those are all words, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the bloody gate, I mean, that's... Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Very literal. Yeah. That's a... Uh, it's a saucy little joke. <laughs> <laughs> I, now that we've seen George's website, I, I'm totally <laughs> buying it. Not too much. George is secretly horny. We never realized. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Wait, secretly? <laughs> <laughs> he put... Pictures of uh, of all the girls he met on convention on his uh, in the sixties and seventies on his website, and the uh, URS for all of them is babes one, babes two, babes three. <laughs> he respects women; they're babes. Yeah. So Lisa wants to see Catelyn right away. She makes the climb uh, on a donkey with um, with uh, Maya Stone, who. We could probably put together at this point um, through description and the, her age and all that. That this is, uh, and she's been mentioned in other chapters yeah, with been Ned. Mention of the yeah. first bastard, the original bastard. Yeah, OG bastard, Maya Stone. <laughs> uh, this is Robert's child. So she lead their client they make the climb at night the like moon's bright enough uh and the goat uh, i think they're donkeys yeah yeah the donkeys are like yep. they're like, really good at climbing the mules yeah mules is there a difference yeah yes. it's a half a horse half a donkey oh fuck mm-hmm. wow and they can't procreate i don't know if nope. that means anything <laughs> Ooh, yeah interesting there's also one that's whitey mm-hmm mm-hmm she gets up the mountain, she rides a basket, it's fun, um, and then she sees Lysa, and Lysa acts nice at first, but then as soon as everybody leaves, uh, uh, things get weird and creepy, and um, Lysa's a, a little bit uh, strange. Yeah, and this is like kind of foreshadowed in all the talking that Catelyn has with Brendan about, like, I don't yeah. know if Lysa's going to be as helpful as you're hoping that she'll be, <laughs> basically. Yeah, Tyrion says kind of similar things that, like, uh, Lysa's changed and, and you know. Yeah, Tyrion says that, I think. But, um, yeah, some. Lysa is a complicated character. Yeah, and, it's definitely very interesting. Yeah. This is the first, like, view of her that we get, which is not very sympathetic and very, um,. We don't really know exactly her her backstory, everything about it yet. So right now she just seems a little unhinged. Um, she's treating her like six year old son, like a like a baby, like an infant, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she breastfeeds him. Yeah, and that's a little bit horny too. <laughs> a lot of red nipples in this chat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
uh, Gatlin is trying to get Lysa to, like, basically, she's saying, like, we got to prepare for war. Um, you're not going to be safe here. This, like, this castle, you, it's not going to protect you if, uh, if the Lannisters come in and, and try to get you. So, like, we got to do something. But Lysa is just like, no, we're not going to do anything. And also, I'm going to kill Tyrion. Great strategies, in my opinion. Wink, wink. I mean, honestly, like, we do spend the whole chapter, like, seeing how laborious a process it is getting to the castle, so I can see why she says that. Like, it takes, like, one specialized girl and her secret mule army to get anywhere close. (laughs) And, like, there's three castles full of knights who will pour oil on you. Like, I can see where she's like, this is impregnable. Yeah, on, on the other hand, it's incredibly easy to siege that way because, like, you cut off one route of uh, where they can get supplies in, and that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, you st- just sit at the bottom and that. wait for a few months, and that's it. Pretty yeah. much, yeah. So, like, if someone takes the veil, the 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 eerie is not really a problem. I mean, you can hold up in there, but what good does it do you? Yeah, you can't exactly. smuggle in food by boat or anything. Yeah, you have to airdrop. <laughs> 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 you have to you can't even like you can't even like go out go out the back door and flee. I mean, you're you locked yourself in. Well, you can go. Out Congratulations, the you played yourself. Yeah. You go by the back door to the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they have a parachute. That would be cool. Oh. <laughs> just get get the mist mm. on it. Just hang glide out the moon door. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your your only hope would be like a relief, like somebody to come in and break the siege. Because uh, yeah. I don't really think that. Um, I mean, the rest of the vale, like at the bottom of this mountain, is pretty open. There is a castle, like at the base of the mountain, but you know, you would just you would have to wait for relief. Is the only way that you would have yeah. once the bottom is invested. I mean, the whole the whole vale seems to be. Uh pretty well protected like by, by all the mountains around it and yeah. that's does anyone else imagine that it's like the the place in the land before time where all the dinosaurs live no i have never I imagined it that now. way because because it's like a, a perfect little idyllic nature zone like surrounded by mm. mountains and protected that's just what I see. When I read the description, I, I was just just thinking of uh, it being like a, a video game uh, map with like there's one entry point where you spawn and then all around there are mountains you can't climb. And <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. The invisible walls. Yeah, you need like uh, max out stamina in like Breath of the Wild and even mm. e- even that way you can't quite climb up. Yeah, you reach the invisible wall. It's the big, uh, da- it's the big mountain in Skyrim. It's a Witcher DLC or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's basically like uh, an icy Mordor, like... It's like Mordor, but reversed. It's just a square with surrounded by mo- mountains with like two entrances. But the place itself is nice. Yeah, high rent Mordor. Yeah, <laughs> high rent Mordor. Exactly. <laughs> Gentrified, Gentrified Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the the valley is like described really really nicely. Um, it's really pretty. I like, I like how they say that even Highgarden couldn't grow bigger pumpkins. You're not going to find any bigger pumpkins. Lisa's, uh, Lisa's pumpkins are out. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't get that one. It's Never her mind. boobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Brendan. Brendan yeah. is a good man. Brendan I is think very can, interesting. Are the results in? Can we comfortably say that? Can we call this primary that that Brendan has won Uncle Bowl this week? I gotta check I mean, the results. He he had my vote. I don't think Elliot's put up the results yet, but Damn. no one no one else really got close. Like we'll talk yeah. about um, Renly and Stannis a little later, but no one else really did anything yeah. very uncle-y at all. And mm. Brendan was just like hustling his uncle game left and right. He says, yeah, throwing out uncle services everywhere he goes. Yeah, and Catelyn is like, oh, when we were little kids, we would all go to Brendan with all our problems, and he would listen so sweetly, and he would be so nice to us. Even Peter. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It was really, really cute. Sounds like a good uncle to me. He's good. I know, like, he never wants to get married, but he still likes kids. He'll teach you to shoe your horse, you know, if it needs a change, he'll he'll take Mm -hmm. you out. Yeah. <laughs> but he gives good advice. And yeah. his advice is all don't listen to your dad, because I don't. <laughs> Perfect advice. <laughs> I'm just seeing on the on the uh, wiki summary there's a sentence that starts with uh, her uncle points out the faint glimmer of the seven towers, etc. But like if you only if you only look at the words uncle points, then you see that uh, even the wiki. <laughs> oh, he got the uncle points uncle for points. sure. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about the Yuri itself uh, a little bit? It's a pretty cool place. So it's yeah, it's got those seven towers. It's all like white marble. Um, it's up on this mountain. Uh, Catelyn says it looks like a honeycomb uh, from below whenever she's traveling up there. Because it's all like smushed mm-hmm. in together, like the towers are all really close packed. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty it's small. Like, yeah, she says it's like the smallest of the great houses, castles, but you know, there's not that much room up there. Mm-hmm. It's got a, uh, like it doesn't have anything, any of the normal buildings, like a stable or anything. All it's got is a granary, which she says uh, Ned told her. Is the same size as Winterfell's. I thought it was it was it was cute how she had all the reflections of what Ned has told her throughout the chapter. Yeah, yeah. this is the first time she's seeing where he grew up, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and this was also the first time I actually realized that uh, <laughs> that the Vale is indeed the place Ned grew up. Ned and Robert. Yeah, yeah Ned and Robert <laughs> grew up in this little secluded mm. tower that ignores all the problems of the rest of the kingdom. I mm. wonder if that means huh. anything. <laughs> Quite literally an ivory tower, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna like actually go so far because you we started out this uh, discussion of the Eerie that it's like uh, one of the like a very cool uh, or well designed place. I'm gonna so far like. Out of all the locations we've had thus far, and I think like even going forward for the next books, uh, the eerie and like the veil seems like the most distinct to me, or the most uh, where I I like I can just you know clearly imagine it, and it mm-hmm. it feels very real in the way he writes about it. Which, it's uh, also the the most fantasy in yeah, a way. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it definitely is easy to imagine. But yeah, like, like kind of fantasy. because it's yeah, because it's so kind of mm. fantastical, it's easy to get an idea in your head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other castles he's just like, it's a castle, and I'm like, okay. It's yeah, a exactly. 
I mean, this seems like a place that dragons would live on, you know? Because I'm not the kind of person who has, like, a very strong sense of, like, geography or something when reading yeah. a book. Like, mm-hmm. most of it is just, like, whatever. It's just somewhere. And uh, the veil kind of sticks out to me that... Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you can yeah. take one path to get there and then another path through there. So it's very easy to figure yeah. out where you're going. Yeah. But you can get there by boat, right? Um, it doesn't... But to the to the fingers, I mean... Yeah, yeah, the veil has a coast. Well, the fingers, there's a coast that's part of the veil, uh, technically, even though it's on the other side of the mountain range. But um, there's also a gull town, which is uh, on the coast. But yeah. yeah. Cause, cause I was like, there's no way that this like high house, the only way through there is like covered in bandits and cougars. But there must be another way. <laughs> yeah, I think the main route is is through through Galta. Yeah, yeah. I guess okay. you, you sail there and then have an, an easier route. Uh, I wanted to point out that the honeycomb th- uh, thing is another like honey and icy mm. thing that he's drawing a tie there, like a. a words i can't say he is making is like, yeah he's like conflating those uh those two uh things like how honey honey and ice anyway and then is it also how like we've talked before about how honey is like a sweet lie and like being safe in the the irie is kind of like a sweet lie too mm. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah good point that's very good what else? Uh, we can talk about maya if we want a little more because yeah, Caitlin we, has a yeah. lot of thoughts about her hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Catelyn like hears that she's a bastard and immediately gets the Kill Bill sirens. <laughs> <laughs> I love the line, "My stone, if it please you, my lady." It did not please her. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Like her, the whole Catelyn Maya thing is like one of those moments where like the characters themselves sense that it's a theme. <laughs> 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 Caitlin yeah. is forced to confront bastards all her life. Yeah. But she, she gives up us the little info about how the last names work, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always forget mm. where each one goes, except yeah. for snow and flowers. Flowers is the place where nobody can fight and they all suck. Um, I always thought it was so weird that Loras is called the Knight of Flowers when, like, flowers is, like, mm. a bastard connotation. Yeah, but... Or, like, I mean, maybe it isn't. It's also just the flowers, I guess. It is just flowers, but I don't know. What if we called our podcast a song of flowers and puppies? <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, write into Apple once more to change the title. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Mr. Apple, please... <laughs> I was going to mention on the whole uh, forgetting what bastard name stands for what that, you know, you're in good company because so did uh, the entire Game of Thrones writing staff. (laughs) There's only, there's seven of them. That's hard to keep straight. I guess uh, a lot of them don't make sense to me. Like, why would the veil be stone? Why isn't it like sky or something, you know? (laughs) Stone? I guess because of the mountains. Because of the mountains, yeah. No, the you know. the worst the worst one is uh is the fucking Ironborn, Ironborn. yeah <laughs> bastard name. They get Pike. It? It's oh. Pike, which is just the name of a place there. And oh, someone yeah, in yeah, what? like we were discussing this in this in Discord like a while ago, where uh, someone suggested it should be like salt. Yeah, I was mm. it could salt. be salt or like sea or like 
All the Ironborn have bastards, so why do they need a bastard name? It could just just be Iron. It should be Salt, because the bastards come from Salt Wives. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Hey, Whatever. Don't listen to me, George. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the ones that I get confused are rivers and waters. Yeah, Yeah, it's the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's both water. (laughs) Both. I'm Gendry Boatwater. (laughs) the boat is just like is just like his you know how it's like peter littlefinger baelish Mm -hmm. Uh, and his gendry boat waters (laughs) wait that's saying that his middle name is boat (laughs) yeah (laughs) or wait his nickname yeah yeah (laughs) his grandchildren ask him uh you know they're sitting in storm's end and he asks them how do you get your name uh grandpa and he says, "Well, I was on a I was on a boat for eight seasons, so <laughs> on a rowboat, old grandpa boat." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he takes it for a sigil, like um, Davos takes the onion. But he has onion boat. Yeah, <laughs> but it's nice that he built up so much stamina on the boat that then he could like <laughs> run across the seven king, run across the seven kingdoms, and back in like a half an hour. God, his arms must be massive. Yeah, all the stamina was built up in his arms, not his legs. <laughs> he just did like a handstand <laughs> run. On his he was running like a like a gorilla. Like his arms were like propelling his legs forward, <laughs> walking on his hands back. <laughs> this fits with my headcanon that if we're if we're assigning Naruto characters, uh, he's Rock Lee. <laughs> oh shit! I'll think more about that. Gendry takes off his helmet. He's like, "Oh, this was just holding me back. I'm actually like." Strong. <laughs> uh, whenever those dudes steal his helmet, they're like, "What the fuck? This thing's eighty pounds." <laughs> <It's so heavy. laughs> he forged it. So special. <laughs> Creates a crater in the ground where he drops it. It's great. So yeah, to get back to to like uh, <laughs> Catelyn oh, warming up to Maya Stone, it's like interesting that she first um thinks of john and then she like you know tightens her lips or whatever yeah and then she compares her to sansa yeah she's like oh a girl that i do like <laughs> <laughs> now i can relate yeah a girl. yeah and she's like wow damn i guess i guess bastards can be like two borns after they have all. feelings too Best and then she was. <laughs> she learns a whole life lesson in a single journey. Yeah, <laughs> she actually does. Kind of. I like this yeah. line. But mm. when she's still mad at Maya, she says, "I was born a Tully and wed to a Stark. I do not frighten easily." And then mm. later, when it, when he, she's scared, it specifically calls her Catelyn Tully Stark <laughs> to like call back to that. <laughs> she's like too that. scared to go across the bridge. Yeah, I thought that was funny. That was a little joke from George to me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's nice. I like. I love Maya. She's good. Yeah, she's like really nice to Catelyn, even though she probably is oh. used to people looking down on her for being a bastard. And she mm-hmm. like helps her across the bridge really sweetly. And she's like, "Oh, you don't have to look. You can just you know hold my hand and I'll come get you." And she's really yeah. nice. And we she all is. love Maya Stone. She also said, uh, "says uh, Michael says my father must have been a goat." And yeah. If only, if only, <laughs> like, would be an improvement. <laughs> it's a nice way to uh, 
I, I don't know, this is a minor thing, but, like, uh, all, like, horned animals are uh, kind of associated with the, the moon, so he gets uh, stag, but also a goat kind of works, too. Mm. Uh, same thing with uh, Gendry's, um, he, he has a ram's head. Yeah. A bull, Another, yeah. Or, mm. Yeah, a bull. Okay, another horned animal. So. Also, in, like, Shakespeare, any horned animal is just really, really, literally horny. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. Is the pun. Which, of the bastards. A, a goat is very horny. That's true, and also kind of, kind of a shitty stag, so it fits with me. <laughs> <it>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maya also mentions that her like uh, her grandma or mother um, told her that like so the yeah, castles. Yeah, there's three way castles up the mountain. Uh, there's stone, snow, and then sky, and the the one that's called snow, like, the snow line starts at sky, but um, the one that's called snow the is lower, and it used to have, that used to be, like, where the snow line was, she says. So, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, Global warming, man. Yeah, yeah. This is, <laughs> I mean, like, it's basically, like, after the Age of Heroes was, like, we can kind of gather, it's like an ice age, basically. So, um... It, the world is like warming, but it's not obviously like man-made yet in this world. Yeah, <laughs> Caitlin just kind of attributes it to Maya being, you know, a summer girl, a summer child, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like Bran, just like Bran, mm. just or like Bran. And Caitlin's like, I should tell her winter is coming. That's <laughs> my classic thing to do. <laughs> that's yeah. that's good. Uh, there was. Uh, Maya talks about how how she's gonna marry this guy named Michael. Michael with a Y. <laughs> Michael Redford. And it's yeah, M- Michael is spelled in a very distressing way for me because it's M Y C H E L. So I, it's not even the the Y that bothers me, but it's like yeah, it's no spelled as if it was Michelle. 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 Yeah. Michael. Listen, it's Michael. just letters on a page. You can say it however you, say you yeah. want. Yeah. Mikkel. Mikkel. Mikkel, yeah. Uh, I I guess I should listen to the audiobook and hear how Roy pronounces it and then Uh, say it entirely differently because he pronounces everything wrong. He says Lisa, though. Does he? Do people call her Lisa? I'm sure there's people call her Lisa. Lisa? Yeah. Lisa. Because, I mean, it's clearly George's secret thing of just putting a Y where an I was to make it a (laughs) fantasy name. So it's Lisa, but mm. it looks like Lisa to me. I mean, there's also so like Liza, like Liza. My, yeah, like Liza. In my head, I just call her Lisa. I don't know why. I think I do call her Lisa when I like look Alyssa at it. Think... And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, Lisa. Yeah. I think I caught her Lisa on my first, like, when I, when I read it before uh, hearing anyone else talk mm. about it or watch the show or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then I switched oh, to also, Eliza. Yeah. There's, there's a few of those. Like, I also said Eliza Thorne. Uh, mm. But, Wait, like, after the should, show, I switched to Eliza. Should we call her Mia Stone, then, instead of Maya? Or Maya? I was, I was literally switching uh, between Mia and Maya in my head while reading. Yeah. Can we... Wait, can we go back to... You just said Eliza Thorne. And now I'm picturing yeah. Alistair Thorne as Eliza a Thornberry. Thornberry. And yeah. he, he, he turns to like give a poisonous look at John, but it's the Thornberry guy. His nose face. is so huge. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that'd be so good. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, does anything else happen in this? I was going to say briefly about um, Maya talking about trying to marry this Michael Redford sort of foreshadows another bastard in the veil uh, trying to trying to marry uh-huh. Indeed, mm. indeed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and that's actually the spot where it makes Catelyn think of Sansa because she's like, oh, yeah. this, this girl's like a romantic. She's, uh, you know, it's probably not going to work out for her and that's what makes her pitier because, you yeah. know, she's lowborn, but... I mean, if she knew that it was a, the king's bastard, then maybe that would be different. But I was wondering I was, if that would be different. I, I think it would be if she was acknowledged, then it would be better. Well, yeah, if she was acknowledged, it would be different. But mm. if everyone was yeah. just like, yeah, but it seems like Robert only acknowledges his like highborn bastards. Yeah, or okay. ones that he's forced to because he uh, mm. like. <laughs> Uh, I think we'll talk about uh, that. Like, comes up in the next chat or another yeah, chapter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah with we'll Edric, any last thoughts? I mean, um, we can get to talk about. Got to talk about the part where she meets Lysa, right? We oh, talked yeah. about it a little, <laughs> but we could talk about you know all of everyone's impressions of Liza. I thought everything mm. that Brendan had to say about her was very interesting in that it seemed fairly sympathetic, honestly. Like, I feel like, yeah, like he... most people are not sympathetic to her in the entire series. Mm. But Brynden no. is very, like, you know, she had a really hard life in King's Landing. She had, like, a bunch of miscarriages, and that just, like, really... Um, yeah. I mean, it started yeah. out with how, uh, like, when we meet Brynden, the first thing we learn about him, or maybe the second thing, I guess, is that uh, when uh, Lysa married John Arryn... Uh, he decided to go with her, mm-hmm. and that pissed off uh, Hosta. Yeah. So you know he was already really sympathetic to her at that yeah, point. Catelyn kind of notes that you know Liza is not seeming like she wants to take another husband, probably, and like Brendan is not really someone who can <laughs> criticize that because he yeah. always didn't want to get married either. And he's yeah. like, mm, you got me there on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Kat has like a heated gaming moment when um, <laughs> Brynden says, uh, you know, Lysa had it hard. Uh, she was forced to marry <laughs> against her will. And then she she says, oh, well, so did I. Yeah. Yeah. You married like a 20 year old hunk. <laughs> yeah. Lysa married this old, old man and had a bunch of <laughs> like sadnesses of her children. She yeah. had, she had four four stillborns and uh, no two stillborns or, and or, yeah. four miscarriages. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, so that's like like cats had five kids. So Lysa's been pregnant three more times and has one kid. Yeah, uh, and cats thoughts are very oh I've had all these kids and I have kept my figure. Why have you not? <laughs> Mm. Why, why are you so? Why are you not juicy? I remember when we got married in our two sister wedding. You were so juicy. All <laughs> <laughs> well, the juice it has leaked. Yeah, she she even Kellen says she remembered the slender, high-breasted girl that was yeah. her sister. Which is a weird way to describe your sister, but okay. <laughs> why are your boobs saggy now? What the hell? I guess in terms of marketability. Yeah, the part where they're talking about uh, Lissa's suitors is interesting to me. 
Whenever anyone says suitors, it makes me think of like Odysseus, you know, and it does kind of sound like that, honestly, that they're like swarming all around oh, yeah. her. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's a mom and her son, and they're all the suitors want to marry her to get her power. Yeah. yeah uh, hey, yeah. Ducky, if you're listening, I know I don't know enough to say more than that, but I'm like, yeah. oh, it reminds <laughs> me of it. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's also last hero math with her suitors where. Uh, Brendan says that uh, she's refused um, which A Royce? dozen other suitable men. Yeah, Royce. Mm. Uh, which, the, like, lesser house Royce? What's his name? Uh, Royce, Nestor. Nestor Royce. Nestor. That's another good Nestor. name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he lives in a high tower. Nestor. Okay. <laughs> uh, He's building Nestor. a nest. <laughs> I have like a memory how Nestor was the name of someone in an all-time cartoon, but I have I can't put him together. All right, well you you are allowed your one remembrance of some oh, insane God. character. For the- <laughs> are, you, are you thinking of of Uncle Festo from the monsters? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I googled Nestor cartoon and it was apparently a uh, uh, nineteen seventy seven. <laughs> Stop motion animated Christmas movie called Nestor the Long Eared Christmas Donkey. <laughs> oh, okay. he takes wow. you up the hill. Oh my god. <laughs> Rainer, you, didn't you, were you the one that uh, realized that? So there's the three dudes that I was making fun of their names to like last episode uh, Laris, Curlicut, and Mohorn. <laughs> yeah, the, I. I read no. It, it's it's on the it it's on, on the, the Song wiki, of Ice yeah. and Fire wiki that he that George put like uh, references to the Three Stooges in there and uh, yeah yeah Curly Cat was a reference to Curly. George yeah. can just yeah. do that apparently, and he can okay. name yeah. all the Tullys after Muppets, and he's just allowed. <laughs> <laughs> Is this allowed? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Can't get it. Didn't he still. like put in someone from his favorite like football team? Yeah. Yeah, and there's like some part where like they show a bunch of like the house sigils and they're like superheroes. <laughs> George is hard. He's just having yeah. some fun with it. My uh my favorite minor character was someone from this is my spoiler, but like it's not really uh from a later book who is one of the members of the Brotherhood without banners, but he doesn't even get mentioned in the book, he's just in the appendix. And his name is uh, John Nutton. John Nutton. John's yeah. Nutton, dude. John's John Nutton. <laughs> well, maybe he, he'll appear in the future books, I, I supposedly, if it's mentioned in the appendix. <laughs> it's John O. Nutton, actually. I, uh, John O. Nutton. I said it wrong. John O. Nutton. And because he's an outlaw yeah. from Nutton. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, sure he is. Okay, let's keep on track. What, do we have any thoughts yeah. about the chapter? What else about... <laughs> I very much like that we get uh, get a child who is canonically called a baby. He is yeah. baby. Even no, he true. is so baby. He is baby. And and Catelyn, Catelyn calls Rickon her own baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the three year old. Uh, the... But Rickon's like three year old and uh, like half the age, and he's already like running around with wolves and like kicking people's asses and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> my baby is feral. Yeah, he would never <laughs> do this. What is this weak child? 
Robert has not yet faced his fears to... My child could beat up your child, so... <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> My three-year-old could beat up your six-year-old. <laughs> and on the other hand, uh, Robert is very uh, enthused about making Tyrion fly. I know. Lys is like, don't tell him about war, don't tell him about anyone being mad, mm. but he can know that yeah. people fall out the window and die. And <laughs> want to watch people be executed. Maybe he doesn't know that they die. He just finds it funny to see them fly out the window. He literally thinks they like, fly. <laughs> There's no proof that he knows about dying. <laughs> this baby has not yet uh, thought about mortality. Yeah. Have they even? Has he even left the veil at this point? Probably not. Well, yeah, he was, he was born a, in. Yeah, he was in Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a point where Catelyn says uh, for the first time. Uh, she realizes why uh, they wanted to foster, or like, I don't know if John Aaron wanted that or Robert, yeah, but they wanted, they wanted to foster so they him wanted with to the Lannisters. Lysa and her kid because yeah. she's still nursing him. Which I understand <laughs> on the one hand, but also like fostering with the Lannisters, like with Tywin. Are you sure? Yeah, that's not the best idea. Because yeah. he has he has epilepsy. Like they don't call it that, obviously, but he does. Yeah. And I don't think that. Tywin Lannister would be very sympathetic mm. to that. Yeah, he's famously not great about that sort of stuff. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hey, remember in the show whenever Jamie had dyslexia and he was just like, I sat him down for four hours a day and we learned to read and he liked it. <laughs> I'm imagining. Like, that's pretty in character for Tywin if it, if it did happen in the mm. books. But like, Oh, it does, I think. I don't think it does. I think it's the show I only s- thing that Jamie I had dyslexia. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he's super. He's super shitty towards Tyrion for his disability, so there's no reason mm-hmm. to think that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Robert's like, disability would give him, like, he would have any sympathy for that. His cure for Robert's uh, seizures would be like I strapped mm. him to a board, and it was like those like weird Christian anti-masturbation crosses that you strap your mm-hmm. kid to, but. For seizures, and he liked it, and we yeah. we got through. Yeah, we it together. can just like dunk him in the magic bull's blood and see if that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe Rand- guess- maybe Randall Tarly can help. Yeah, um, uh- he's he's got all the strats. I guess all I, all I, all else I have to say about this chapter is, it seems like Caitlin or Catelyn is not very sympathetic to Lysa almost immediately. Mm. Like she's just like mad at her about almost everything. She's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't get to sleep because of you, and like it's your fault that I even know about the Lannisters being bad, and you're fat, and I hate you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, like Catelyn also has a lot going on, so that's true. And to be fair, she did not get to sleep, so maybe she's just grumpy. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's like a motive at this point. Catelyn not getting sleep. God, let this woman get some sleep. <laughs> I'm just gonna shout out real quick uh, the sponsored ads I get for this one. Uh, mm. One of them is for Diary of a Wimpy Kid calling Roderick Rules. So there's a nice crossover. <laughs> Roderick does rule. <laughs> I can't wait for him to grow his mustache back. And the other is uh, for what I'm guessing from the cover is a stoner comedy movie called High Road. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> what if the veil was only growing weed? <laughs> Not even High Garden can compete with our fucking <laughs> dank nuggets. Uh, I did want to p- say that, like, Catelyn, uh, this is like an aspect of her patriarchy brain where she basically 
she judges like every woman that she sees basically on her looks like she like every woman she sees she mentions how she looks so well she's sort of it's almost i think of it as like marketability like how eligible they are yeah pretty much yeah their attraction and their place in society and who they could likely marry i guess yeah, for I mean, sure. I do think that she does it with most people, though. Like, she meets that little knight, and she calls him homely and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's true. All right. So let's, now that we're an hour in. It's Ed time. I mean, the next chapter is just a bunch of, of Littlefinger bullshit, mostly, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Poor Ned. Oh, God, this had so much Littlefinger. <sighs> But it also had Ned just, like, owning him by not yeah. acknowledging him at all, which I very much mm. enjoyed. That's the top strat for sure. guys like Littlefinger. You just gotta be like, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. sure. Ned is really like all the time thinking this fucking guy. This <laughs> fucking guy. He's so bored of him. Peter just let him travel like, on. I've got a cool joke that I workshopped in my own brain for nine months. And, yeah. and yeah, Ned's just like, that's nice, dear. And it's they are not even clever this yeah, time. Yeah, Littlefinger's yeah. like, do fuck with the king's dick. And Ned's like... No, I don't. Thanks. I'd be like, please, please, Lord Spanish, explain this to me. What do you mean by that? I like to think John Aaron used to just keep away from him as much as possible, yeah. and now Ned isn't running away from him actively. He can just workshop all his material. <laughs> I mean, but also, Ned is the guy who uh, married the woman he... Oh, yeah. We don't know for sure yet if he still has a, a crush on, but spoilers, uh, Hard he to still say. does. Hmm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess he he like he he's workshopping like really mean things to say to this guy. I'm really gonna get Ned this time. He's gonna be so mad when I say that he yeah. likes whores. He's gonna really get his panties in a bunch over that one. <laughs> this is my little finger. They voice. meet at the at the brothel that Littlefinger made net to go to because of information for his uh, detective case like i guess that this yeah. is Littlefinger like covering up the detective case by saying yeah Haha, you came here to fuck probably and ned's like excuse you sir i did not and you know that i would never fuck <laughs> <laughs> my son choose belongs to one woman <laughs> and that is between her and me and good day sir <laughs> And Meister Lewin. Meister Lewin is allowed to watch only. (laughs) No, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) Don't ruin that. That pure relationship. He covers his eyes, don't worry. (laughs) He is still in the room, though. That's why he has the big sleeves to cover his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) What else can he hide in those? He's got earplugs. (laughs) Some lube. Uh, All right. Right, we're moving okay. on. <laughs> Ned's so in the brothel. brothel. Uh, all of Ned, Ned and, and his them, dudes are in the brothel too. Yeah, Ned yeah. has uh, three men with him, and they're all having a good time. Uh, one guy they're pretending that they're not having a good time. Yeah, Hua <laughs> doesn't even pretend. Yeah, yeah. He, so he's they're like, like playing. playing some kind of like dice game or something, or like a. It seems like it's kind of like dominoes. They're playing. Maybe? They're playing strip checkers. Yeah. it's called they're playing tiles (laughs) like it's it's called forfeits uh, i don't know this game but i assumed it was like dominoes. it's like horny fortnite (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> yeah, Heward and the like courtesan are playing Fortnite. Yeah. And, and Jory is watching. He says, mm, you can't pick Genji here. Come on, man. Jory, like, uh, walks up to Littlefinger and says, uh, do you got any games on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> How old is Jory? Do we know? Because uh, Bran like says 20s. he's been the master of guard for as long as he's been alive. So... So he's at least I'd 10. Imagine so he's maybe 20. Mid-20s, something like that. He's not imagine. getting any older. Uh, oh. I think Jory is like a very uh, youthful name. Yeah, it's he seems like definitely mm. younger than Ned, but like not, yeah. mm. but not I'm, super young. I'm 30 now. Call me Jorold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely on this reading, I enjoyed Jory a lot more because he seemed to be kind of like Ned, but with a bit more humor to him. Yeah, he's playing it cool. He's just chilling by the the rainy window and, and watching the scene. But he is enjoying the view. Yeah, <laughs> really looking forward to all the all the good times we're gonna have with. Uh, yeah, the I think we're Jory just Kessa. gonna keep enjoying Jory moments. <laughs> now that we lost, like we ended the last episode with, well, we lost Jake, but at least we have chicken. So <laughs> I can't believe we lost chicken, beauty. At least we have. Jory. We've, we've got Jory, and he'll never leave us. I'm turning the page now, and... <laughs> oh, no. Jory does kind of... In memoriam. The scene, like, kind of reminds, uh, reminds me of um, the scene in the uh, in Lord of the Rings in the Prince of Pony, whenever uh, Aragorn is chilling by a rainy window and watching things. Yeah. So oh, you thought he was watching out? No, no. He's, he's like, watching the... Um, the hobbits before he's introduced them himself. Oh, okay. So, like... Because Jory is definitely looking at the titties to me. Yo, he's just yes. giving... He's, <laughs> he's just giving me similar Aragorn vibes. Okay, so if... Uh, if if instead of... If, like, Tolkien, instead of hobbits, would have written about boobs, then it would have been mm-hmm, the same. Mm-hmm. Bobbits. They're taking the titties to Isengard. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, episode title is set. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let you title it that. <laughs> we have... I, I, I'm always sticking the explicit rating on iTunes, so we're safe. Okay, cool. So, yeah. But yeah, Ned- so Ned came here for a reason. And it's to meet an incredibly underage redhead. Oh, no. Yeah. The redhead oh. is important. Remember this for last time. Put it into oh. your court record. It's in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? Do we get her name? We don't. No. Get oh. her name. No. Huh. I mean, she does work in like a, a cat house or whatever they call it, so they, she probably wouldn't give her real name anyway. Uh, but yeah, her... she's just she's just a girl so young. Ned had not dared ask her age. <laughs> That's good. so you know normal. Ugh. Yeah. It says that she was probably a virgin because the better brothels can find a virgin, mm. which is grim. Th- that yep. seems like like it's a request. Like, why would yeah. Robert request mm. that? Uh, 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 I guess because uh, he's a perpetual child in his in his head. Uh, he does it to co- cope. He's he's coping. He's coping. Oh my god! <laughs> also, it must have been like. At least a year since 
he did request her, and she still looks very young. So or something? no. Yeah. Well, six months. No, I mean, she like... must have been nine months pregnant, and like the yeah. child yeah, yeah, yeah. Has already has a, a head of of hair. So, like, yeah. Some babies are born with. Yeah, <laughs> especially when the seed is so strong. <laughs> no matter how you twist it, it still sucks. It, it sucks yeah. so much. Yeah. And like this girl is like in love with him. Like I don't know. Mm. It's so weird. That's the worst part. Yeah, yeah. That like like Rob Ned says that Robert will swear undying love and forget them before even fall, which fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's no way Robert even remembers her. I mean, he probably remembers her, but this is the contrast because uh, the next like. A chapter or two ago, Ned was saying, like, this that's the problem with Robert. Uh, other men would make vows, like, while they're drunk, and then whenever they wake up, they forget about it and say, oh, that was a stupid idea. But Robert would never do that. But he doesn't do it mm. for fucking, like, actual human beings that he's, like, made yeah. infatuated to him and, and, like, gave a child, you know, like, got pregnant. He doesn't, uh, you know, keep his commitments with those. Yeah, he's 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 pretending not to see it. I do not see it. Which is literally a thing uh Nat yeah, says in yeah, this yeah. chapter. Yeah. So the baby has um like really black hair, uh yeah. which is making Ned's Ned says it turn. reminds him of Robert's firstborn, which is <laughs> I wonder if we know about her. Right. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> that's kind of like George's hint to be like, Hey, remember this? And then we can be like, Ah, it is Maya. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are getting ready to leave. One of Ned's dudes is, like, in the stables getting laid, and he's, like, hurriedly... He he says, like, all right, we're going, and the dude playing strip checkers is like, oh, shit, and he, like, is trying to get dressed real quick, because <laughs> he's got, like, half of his clothes off already. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so they leave uh, the brothel, Littlefinger uh, is still fucking making noises. Um... <laughs> He's opening and closing his mouth in a simulacrum of human speech. Yeah. (laughs) It's raining, and uh, finally Littlefinger shuts up, and then suddenly uh, nothing bad happens, and that's the end of the chapter. Good chapter. I liked it. Good chapter. Just kidding. Some bad things happen. Can't wait to see my favorite character, Jamie, later. (laughs) Our friend Jamie Lannister, who has never been problematic. James Lancaster. Sometimes you make some mistakes. I wonder, uh, Jamie Lannister was just taking a walk with his 20 favorite men, uh, all having fun. (laughs) His his 20 good men? His 20 good men, (laughs) And they just happened to run into each other, and they're like, hey, what's up? Yeah, small small town, huh? He's just taking the boys for a walk. (laughs) He has them all on leashes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, but, uh... He's here to. He's mad about uh, Catelyn taking his brother hostage. Yeah. Ned says, uh, "I did it, actually. So fuck you." I like how Ned is just like immediately ride or die for his wife. He's like, "Yes, she did that, yeah. and I said to do it." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though Ned wife guy confirmed. Ned wife guy confirmed <laughs> once again to guy. me. Ned's wife guy. Um. <laughs> so no, he's here to like threaten Ned and. Uh, he says, like, you know, he was the king's hand, but I don't know what he is now, because Ned had just fucking quit that morning. And then uh, he says, like, yeah, you're too you're too important to kill, but 
uh, I'll kill your men because I want to prove a point. And yeah. then he rides N- Ned off. says, if you kill me, Catelyn will definitely kill Tyrion. And Jamie's like, oh, would she kill Tyrion? Probably not. But I'm not going to chance my brother's life on a woman's honor. So Jamie problematic yet again. <laughs> not respecting women. Jamie thinks women can't have honor. Which Wouldn't it be funny if Jamie Lannerman was hostage of Catelyn Tully? Just something I like to think about. Huh. <laughs> it's also- no, I was just gonna say you can't have uh, like here's here's my argument for Jamie. You can't have character development if the character starts out great already. Exactly. Hey, good. Point. Just make him yeah. as shitty as possible. Well, isn't it yeah. like he used Evil to like stored in the hand? Okay. <laughs> Didn't he like used to be like planned to be the villain or something? Don't people yeah. talk about that? Oh yeah, like like draft, when the sure. first book was written and released he was supposed to be like the bad guy or something yeah he was gonna uh in the pitch letter he was gonna become king somehow i don't know yeah. how exactly <laughs> yeah so he ned tries to like defend his men they're fighting jory like breaks free for a second and he tries to yell to jory to just fucking run but jory comes charging back in and dies for it and ned's horse falls on him and he breaks his fucking leg and it sucks and uh, he, like, blacks out, and when he wakes up, all the uh, Lannisters are gone, and uh, Jory, everyone is dead, and he crawls to Jory and cradles him in his arms as he dies. Uh, and then, this fucking sucks. <laughs> God. It sucks. Damn. Ned gets now dragged. I have to sing a song for Jory, too. <laughs> Jory. Jory, you are our favorite for 20 minutes. <laughs> Jory, I'll remember our times in my heart forever. The time Honor. you saw those titties. <laughs> <laughs> you threw rocks at Nymeria, and that was great. Yeah, we'll get some more Jory moments uh, in the next chapter, but, um, oh. yeah. This, uh, boy, this uh, plot is kicking off, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It turns this out... This chapter is so short, actually. Things have consequences. Yeah. I feel like we could probably talk about this here. It's pretty obvious that Littlefinger set this whole situation up, right? Yeah, because like, he just like, gets to leave. Mm. Jamie, Jamie isn't like, what are you doing with Ned? He's like, fucking fuck off, Littlefinger. <laughs> He's like, get the fuck out. I like that Littlefinger is presumably the informant, but Jamie still doesn't give a shit about him or want to hear him at all. <laughs> yeah. If you just killed him there. Then little fingers like, oh my lord, but all this violence, and then he just disappears. Oh no, who's gonna fight? I'll run and call the cops. (laughs) (laughs) Just wait right here, I'll go get some help. And then he's like around the corner watching his like wristwatch and be like, okay. (laughs) They got jewelry, okay, now I guess I'll go get the gold cloaks. Twirling twirling his mustache. Yeah. Yeah. Looking around the corner. That is what he sounds like. God. <laughs> he sounds like Wario. <laughs> <laughs> Little finger sound. <laughs> I guess he's more of a Waluigi to me. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this Luigi? I guess the Luigi is Ned. Ned kind of has like a younger brother complex. He does. But he's not scared of like mm. ghost stuff. He's a little scared of ghosts. I mean. He's respectful of ghosts. 
<laughs> he's, he's, he, yeah. He doesn't show disrespect to ghosts. <laughs> Littlefinger, uh, he hates ghosts and he, like, <laughs> pisses on them. Littlefinger says ghosts isn't real. <laughs> Yet another reason why he's invalid. Mm-hmm. Do we mention that Ned ends up uh, being given milk of the poppy oh, yeah. by Pycelle? Mm. Oh, yeah, he slurps it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's his bones sticking out of his leg. His bones! Bones! It's very unfortunate. I've heard it's bad when your bones come out of your body, but mm. it's not good. <laughs> Usually you want those little guys to stay in there. Yeah. Mm. Free him. <laughs> no longer That's like Westeros New Age medicine. You must free your bones. This, this foreshadows when Ned's skeleton comes to life in the... Uh... <laughs> Ned's skeleton will come to life. It will. Doesn't it not have a head, though? I don't need a head. True. Spoilers. Yeah, so I guess we should, <laughs> we should talk about all of Ned's like internal reflection on yeah. Lyanna and Rhaegar and blah blah blah. Oh, yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. probably the most important part of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> they just like the very uh, un- unconnected things, right? Like they have nothing to do with each other. So at one point he thinks about how Lyanna uh, was like smiling when he said uh, Robert's, uh, well, Robert slipped up once, but he's not gonna fuck any other women. And then Lyanna's like, well, I, okay. Lana says, then love is like... sweet, dearest Ned, but it cannot change a man's nature. I think that's very interesting, because we know yeah. another man who has done things for love. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, because there's also when, uh, before Jamie, like, starts his killing spree, he says, uh, show me your steel, Lord Edit. I'll butcher you like Ares if I must, but yeah. I'd sooner you died with a blade in your hand. So it's also I feel, like, I feel like Jamie is kind of like doing the Tyrion thing of like embracing what people yeah. shit on you for. Oh, he yeah. does. I think he that's pretty does. interesting. Well, in my deep interpretation of Jamie at this point, he sees himself as having no honor, so he sort of acts as if it has no meaning to him. Yeah, he's like, "What if I was twisted, just like you all say?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then I would kill your little friends too. <laughs> He yeah. has like a Joker poster on his wall and thinking about how <laughs> he's like only Joker understands the, me. The, the six the six Joker oh uh, versions. Yeah. <laughs> All the jokers. All the jokers. And the last picture is himself and he's like the fighter. <laughs> the king's like think of thinks about how deep it is when a clown has like a tear painted on his face. What yeah. if a clown was sad? Oh fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> What if I, Jamie, who is a fighter, could no longer fight anymore? Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be pretty? Good? <laughs> but Mister Pycelle, I am Jamie Lanterman. <laughs> <laughs> if I go out there, can you introduce me as Kingslayer? <laughs> okay, let me see. What else does Ned say? Okay. Ned says Rhaegar has never been to a brothel in his life, <laughs> which is interesting. I'm not sure about that. It's like an interesting like angle that Ned's brain is taking. Yeah. Like Rhaegar fucking sucked, but probably he didn't do this bullshit that Robert does. <laughs> yeah. He was a soft boy, so he only went for women who he mm. thought were like I don't know, in love with him. Rhaegar exclusively has sex for procreation in the military position. <laughs> exactly. I don't even think that Ned like has 
that bad. Like, he doesn't have that many hard feelings about Rhaegar, I think. I feel, it doesn't like, seem like it. Yeah, like, I never really got that impression. And he says... Because, like, has, Rhaegar was against Ares, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, like, like, rumors that he might, like... Uh, that was... It was not in a public way. Him overthrow him, I think. Yeah. It was not in a public way. It was, um... It, yeah, that's kind of like deep conspiracy shit that yeah we don't really get oh. evidence for until later in the book. So. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not that big a spoiler, but... Yeah. Yeah, Jamie, yeah, it's funny like how he, he talks about a woman's honor here, but he's like, yeah, you... You're honor doesn't right. mean anything anyway. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't mean anything to him. So. And he's also like, this is another thing where it's the like man who passes the sentence should swing the sword thing he jamie just like commands his uh dudes to attack and then yeah. like smiles and leaves like like yeah. not very epic yeah um, we also learn we learn about um uh robert having sex with oh yeah we almost skipped this yeah the uh, the, the bastard in, content yeah the status oh, content right. The Stannis Menchies that we oh. all crave. <laughs> that Littlefinger says that uh, Robert had sex in Stannis's wedding bed before he could get there, <laughs> <laughs> with like his with Stannis's wife's like cousin or something. Oh, niece. Is it? And they niece? had a, yeah. It says it says the mother yeah. was a Florent niece to Lady Solice. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> one of the bed maids. Yeah. Yep. And then Stannis thinks it was a blot on the honor of the house. Yeah. So. Stannis stands in shambles. He kicked his nephew out of the house, and Renly's taking care of him instead. Well, so put that one on the uncle board for Renly. Renly, Renly is, he's not really taking care of him. He's Renly's castle like- is taking care of him. <laughs> <laughs> Like Stannis goes up to the, his wedding bed, like he gets carried, <laughs> he gets carried up there by all the women, and he's grimacing and gritting his teeth he the entire hates time. It so much, <laughs> and then, the women aren't liking it either. It's just like a yeah, silent procession. <laughs> yeah, and he gets to his wedding bed, and Robert's in there, and he's just like, uh, "Finders keepers, bro." Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, <laughs> find another bed. Robert's like, "I warmed it up for you, dude. I made the bed nice and juicy." <laughs> <laughs> I warmed it up for you, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. He's like, I didn't think you'd know how to do it, so I have a live demonstration for you. <laughs> Why Robert was having sex with uh, Lady Salise's niece, Stennis was dancing? Yeah, Stennis was <laughs> doing like a very that. slow, what is that called? Like a four step or whatever, where you just like go side to like side, up and down. Us. They were probably doing square dance at, uh, at, <laughs> at Stannis' wedding. I like Stannis to square dance, but his face is just totally stone. <laughs> but he's absolutely putting his all into the moves. Hell yeah. I want him to be doing like a little jig, and they're like, this is the traditional dance of House Baratheon. <laughs> it's like a little a deer prancing dance. He gets the individual steps correctly. It's just like there's no yeah. emotion in there's it. No but like they're yeah. technically right. Yeah, he's... He's a master of the dance. <laughs> Have any of you guys watched the show Misfits? Yes. I watched like two seasons, yeah. I think the first season, yeah. Uh, Ramsey is in it. Yeah, yeah, Ramsey's in it. But the guy, yeah. he, that character that he plays, the way that he dances, if you, do you remember that? He just. <laughs> I don't. I, I can't imagine it. So. This yeah. is just a super deep <laughs> cut, but I'm going to link yeah. this uh, gif for you guys. 
I'm excited to see. Like it. just like like arms hanging down limply at the side or something. Like oh that. yeah, no, I do remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way Stannis dances. Stannis is dancing like this, but Solis is like into it. She's like, yes, king. Ah, uh, a piece of that. Yeah. <laughs> Solis is doing the stanky leg next to him. <laughs> Grinding his teeth in time to the music. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure young Stannis had his charms. No. <laughs> Next. I mean, old Stannis has his charms. Yeah. His, yeah. his charms are like, he enjoys a little salt in his water. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Gets a little frisky with it. <laughs> he only cuts off one knuckle of your finger. Symbolic. Look, some some people are into that. Dennis's first Uncle Wall showing is a terrible failure, as far yeah, as I'm, I'm sure. There's going to be a lot of great ones after that, though. I yeah. did, yeah. For the runner-up, I did have to vote for Renly here because shipping I voted you. for Renly with the biggest <laughs> smile on my face. <laughs> I voted Stanley Stanley's second just just to be contrarian. <laughs> Alrighty, yeah. So Ned had lots of uh, drama, like brain thoughts about Liana. Yeah. Uh, did anything else happen? Wait a second, I just recognized that that Stannis like fucked up as double fucked up as an uncle here because if the mother of uh, of Edric was niece to yeah. Lady Celise, he's he's her uncle too. Yeah, he's he's Whoa. he's un- uncle and great uncle. <laughs> but bad great uncle. Not so great uncle. He shipped off the his his nephew, whose mother is also his niece. And Wait, like, what the fuck? Wow. Why, are, <laughs> why are these family trees so fucked up, George? <laughs> He's Edric's uncle That's and great uncle. Good. <laughs> well, he's he's his great uncle in law. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, twice. Removed. That's fine. That's fine. I'm gonna say it's it's more on like fucking Robert that this is so. It's definitely up. Robert's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Like most things. Damn. In this chapter, at least. Anyway, double bed uncle showing here for Stannis. Yeah, you're, you're very like, very weak. It'll be hard for him to come back. From look, that like uh, Stannis, yeah. <laughs> Stannis sent him to a place that is probably a lot more fun than that's true than Dragonstone would have been. Mm. Yeah, Dragonstone is like a haunted, scary uh, nightmare castle, so true. Yeah, but wasn't Edric friends with Stannis' daughter? Yeah, Shireen. She's not yeah. born yet. Uh, not yet. I guess it doesn't really say when he shipped him off. Well, even, yeah, I don't know. Also, why why would why would the child live with him in the first place? Because that's where his mom lives. But is, what is it? No, but Celise would go with Stannis to Dragonstone, but why would Celise's niece go to Dragonstone with her child? Right. Because it's one of her bedmaids. One of Celise's bedmaids is the mom. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. So he separated uh. the kid from the mom, too. Well, maybe. <laughs> we don't know if from her mom. He either separated the kid from the mom or he fired the mom <laughs> for sleeping with his brother. <laughs> Maybe maybe he gave her a better job. We don't know that. We also only hear this story from Littlefinger, so... It's true that that part is suspect. Yeah. We also hear from Littlefinger that Robert had twins at Casterly Rock, yeah. and nothing happened to them. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, mm. Yeah. Something yeah. normal probably happened to them. Yeah. I don't know how much I believe this whole story, but I believe something. <laughs> true. It has a Littlefinger asterisk on it. Yeah, Ned is like story, ugly yeah. tales like that were told of every great lord yeah. in the realm, but 
Cersei. Cersei would never kill children. Come on. Cersei would never push some twins down a well. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the. It's her her way of getting rid of people. It's always the well. This well is full. (laughs) The well is just overflowing, and they're like, "Hmm, nothing wrong here." Try to put the bucket down it, and it's just It's too full of bodies. Uh, You want to talk about horses? Let's learn about some horses and a city where they go. What? What city? Faith Dothrak. Oh, yeah, it's Danny's chapter. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I was transitioning. It was not clear enough. It was good. It was a smooth transition. No, it it was smooth, except I had, like, brain disease where I thought brain was the next chapter, and I was like, dancer? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We get a lot of horses in these. We also had like of course, no falls. dead ones this time, which is nice. Uh, well, did Jamie oh, and his did, did no horses die? Killed at least one horse. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. I think. But this horse fell on him and broke his leg, and then was fine. So I was impressed by that. Okay, anyway, but look, Vestosrak uh, has like uh, has like a horse gate, which is two gigantic statues of horses. Yeah. So you know. It, it all evens it out. A hundred feet tall, at least. Damn. Damn. That's big. Big horse. You go through the gate, and then there's nothing on the other side. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like... So, this is like part of their political statement. that like So, the horse gate is just two statues of horses uh, making an archway. And noth- there's no walls. There's nothing. <laughs> like That's just... You're in Vastothrak now, but... And they don't need walls. Fuck walls. Yeah. Once you go past the horses, all people are friends now. Mm-hmm. You you enter the no PvP zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of the Dothraki sees the wilderness. That's a RuneScape joke for anyone who's <laughs> okay. thirty wow. years gotcha, old. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, a bit a little further on, you they lined the uh, the street with which it's not really a street it's just like a pathway but they lined it with uh, all the like statues of uh gods and heroes that they've stolen from places they've conquered which is mm-hmm. pretty cool we get a lot of cool uh statues i know danny is danny is like she says they're so beautiful or just like hideous and terrifying but she's mm. definitely appreciating the art she's really getting you know emotional connection and Mm-hmm. You know, understand. <laughs> <laughs> is this basically just a big art museum, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly the same as an art museum. I mean, it's basically like a British museum of art, you know? Huh? Yeah, they just, like, stole it all from other places. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, I'm going into this. <laughs> it's true. Uh, they get into, so she, Danny's like, where's the city? And, uh, they see off in the distance, you can see the Mother of Mountains, which is this big mountain. Uh, it's pretty much stands by itself. Uh, like it's just a single mountain that's really fucking big in the middle of a plain. And there's nothing, there's no other mountains around it, which is kind of weird. Um. Yeah, why is it the mother then? Oh, uh, cause it Cause gave, it's where the moms live. It gave, How would- how would a mother? How would a mountain even give birth? Uh, that's well, that's like how how mountains happen. <laughs> Whenever a mommy and a daddy mountain love each other very much, 
when a, a mommy and a daddy tectonic plate have a fight. <laughs> Whenever the the mom tectonic plate uh, pegs the dad tectonic plate, pretty much. <laughs> That's so valid. They're so progressive. Yeah. So they enter the city, and it's like this mishmash of uh, a bunch of different building styles of like every type there's like hollow hills like hobbit hill hobbit holes kind of uh and like tents and um and all kinds of different building styles because the slaves that they bring here just like build how they know how to build uh and they come from all different cultures so and then uh uh is like place is it's just like a big wooden wall it's like a it's like an open roofed uh big wooden like house it's not really like mm. yeah it's, it's just like a minecraft house <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a party tent this basically is yeah. just a minecraft server where everybody's building random shit <laughs> <laughs> holy crap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, as somebody's building like a tower just made out of glass and like, <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah another person that's like all just just digging a hole next to them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just putting mud over yeah yeah there's a bunch of grass houses like, <laughs> like yeah damn we figured it out uh yeah so the like it doesn't even have a roof it's just like a silk uh like canvas thing that you can cover yeah. over the place with so they can open it to the sky the way they talked about yeah uh and danny has like a little chuckle to herself about how uh illyria's one slave girl uh said that his like his palace is like made out of solid pearls or some shit i don't remember silver yeah yeah mm. so Drogo is gonna go hike up the mountain and uh, make some offerings to the gods for uh, his safe return. Um, only well, women are not allowed to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only men are allowed on the thing. This it's called reminds- the Mother Mountain, but women aren't allowed. Well, okay. Oh. This is like uh, there's something similar in uh, Greek Orthodox, uh, or it's I mean it's all Orthodox uh, Christian. Stuff, but the, there's a place in Greece called Mount Athos. That's a, it's kind of a mountain. It's like a peninsula, uh, mm. and no women are allowed on that. It's full of just a bunch of monks um, who are, you know, just doing their monk thing and living and praying and stuff all the time. But the one woman who was allowed on it was the Virgin Mary, according to the, you know legends or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them mm-hmm. uh so and, you know she's the the mother of god and she was the one person on this mountain so like that's kind of similar to that and that's interesting there's a lot of uh stuff that makes so like i think i've uh, mentioned before that um i don't know maybe should it should i hold this off until we talk about myth stuff later sure sure okay yeah yeah maybe uh, I'll make a note for that, and let's move on. What else happens in this chapter? Yeah, so basically, Danny says, or like I think Jorah explains to her that the reason that Vestothrak is so empty is because it needs to be able to hold 
every single Dothraki from every single call if they all wanted to come to the place at the same time, which I think is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. But yes. there's like, there's probably like at least like a million of them, right? Uh, Drogo's is uh mm. fifty thousand or like thousand, yeah. It's actually like and it's not even the biggest one, right? Yeah. I think it's it's probably up there. One of the biggest, yeah. Yeah. He has uh, like a hundred thousand people. I don't know how many there are. I, I'd say like a million or a million and a half is probably uh, reasonable. So this is like a large place. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh it's like super empty right now. Um but it does have uh like the different markets that uh this is like a trading place where it's another kind of crossroads place where a bunch of people come to trade and um from the there's like the eastern market and the western market and they both have you know wares from those places but Danny uh has some nice dinner plans ready oh <laughs> oh Danny <laughs> you really thought that this would work on huh, honey <laughs> I'm like reading this and I'm like, honey, have you oh. not learned anything? Why would he like this? She's go, go ahead and explain. Yeah, so she she's had she's made um a bunch of clothes that are like Dothraki style for Viserys. Uh she sends uh either Eerie Chiqui, I forget, uh to no, go. Doria. Oh, okay. Doria. Well, no, so she's I'm, the one who I'm saying about the she sends somebody to go buy food that's not horse. Oh, that's right. Okay. Because he doesn't want to oh, yeah. eat horse. No, she sends Eri and and uh, she says don't don't buy any horse flesh and then then I left when Eri just says horse is best. <laughs> <laughs> horse make you strong. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, yeah, she sends Doria to uh, some inv- like invite Viserys to eat with her and. Um, Doria kind of, she kind of fucks this up by saying she commands you to come eat with her. Yeah. And Viserys does not take kindly to that. He comes in and he's very mad and he's dragging her like by the hair and he sucks. And yeah, Danny tries to like smooth things over, but he's already in a bad mood and she offers him the clothing and he's like, this is, you fucking offering me this pissy shit clothes i this stuff sucks it's not fleek at all and uh (laughs) it smells like a horse and i hate horses (laughs) and it's like at this point his clothes are full of lice and like rotting off his body yeah still won't wear it yeah they're all smelly and gross but yeah so is he i guess viserys is racist throughout this chapter viserys is very like He's very, like, Victorian race science guy. He sort of appears and is like, oh, they're all uncivilized, and I'm not going to speak their Yeah, they don't speak language. my language. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. He takes out his calipers Just... to go measure the, the ferret <laughs> statue's skull. <laughs> <laughs> Only the skull, nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's super, super bad this chapter. I mean, he's bad every chapter, but yeah. he's definitely bitter about the way he's been treated, I think. Yeah. All the all the Dothraki owning him every day. Yeah, just like constantly owning him. Like he's allowed to um, be in the cart, and he thinks it's an honor. But everyone makes fun of him because it's where like people who can't ride a horse go, and it's really shameful. And they call him the cart king. Yeah, 
Viserys is so bad in this chapter that Jorah owns him. Yeah. <laughs> you can sweep a whatever. Sweep a stable with 10,000 brooms or something. Yeah. I mean, neither could I. That's too many. I don't need that many. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> why would. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Jorah's never swept a stable either. What does he know? 10,000 brooms is my favorite uh, disturbed song. Okay. You do not believe your eyes of 10,000 brooms. <laughs> so, like, it's like a, a thousand maids with. What is it? The walrus and the carpenter were like a thousand maids with a thousand mops sweat for half a year. Do you think the walrus said that they could get it clear? Like that sort of thing. Jorah has yeah. like another great moment where he. Yeah, Jorah like, has a heated moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. He brings up uh, Ned. And then uh, he gets very angry, and then, and then he says, you hate this Lord Stark. And then Jorah says, he took from me all I loved for the sake of a few lies-written poachers and his precious honor. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Danny says, uh, it seems like you're experiencing botherations. And he says, yes, I am. <laughs> Jorah's like, sometimes you sell your people to slavers to cope. Um. <laughs> God. Yeah, Jorah sucks. Jorah sucks. <laughs> Wait, the episode's not over yet. Uh, <laughs> shit. We have to end it right now. We're contractually obligated. <laughs> Damn, I'll well, see you next week with Brad. We did, yeah, we did kind of like gloss over uh, on the walk up, like Viserys was complaining the whole time about how uh, he has to wait for uh, Drogo to like give him his army and that he's uh, not owned and I piss on Dothraki omens and all that rest stuff, yeah, so. Yeah. But I think it's dinner time now. He's, we're back to him trying to, like, diss, diss Dothraki garb, which looks sick, by the way. He's got a fucking... He, I know. She made him a leather vest painted with fire-breathing dragons. Like, I, f- I fucking want that. I'd wear it. Hell yeah. I'd wear it. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a bike out. Yeah. With like, uh, leather with with flames on <laughs> and stuff. He, he yeah. could have been dirt bike Viserys. As, and he said he spat yeah. in his face. <laughs> he's got his leather shirt and he's on the horse and he's like holding it like a motorcycle. <laughs> should, George should have given the Dothraki uh, like hawks, like birds of prey to like use for hunting. Oh, yes. Mm. That would have been good. Okay, anyway, Viserys gets owned again. Yeah. By Danny this time, which we love to see. Yeah, so he, like, tries to grab her. What does he do? Yeah. Yeah. And well, for, first he's like, he's like, you'll want to braid my hair like a Dothraki next, you fucking dumbass. And she's like, well, you've never won anything, so you wouldn't even get a braid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he, he grabs her arm. Yeah, so she's she grabs the first thing she can reach, which is the, like... Which another fucking dope ass thing with a uh, bronze like medallion belt, and I would wear that too. Um, but she <laughs> just whips him in the face with it, like swings it with all her strength. Yeah, he bleeds. Yeah, this is the first uh, first um, thing that might make you think that Viserys is the one exception to killing people in Vastothrak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, she spilled his blood in Vastothrak. Hang yeah. on. Wait a second. Damn. Nobody cares. Don't tell anyone. It's actually okay if it's Viserys. Yeah, that, the, the rules say it. I asked the old ladies. Viserys calls her slut here, which is... Yeah, he calls her slut twice, which I also noted as like a weird word to be using 
Yeah. It's weird for him, the, the person who sold her, uh, to get the blood riders or whatever. I mean, he he called her that like while he was selling her, didn't he? He like called her a whore. Or oh yeah, good shit from Viserys. I mean, it's bad, but it's not weird. This is like the same dynamic of you know a lot of. I don't think the dynamic is weird. Just the word choice was kind of weird to me. Like I don't think anyone else says slut. Right, but it's the same kind of thing where it's like uh, we. Uh, the like kind of Madonna whore thing where it's like you get blamed for uh, being the thing that society made you. Mm. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, so she uh, whips the shit out of him, slaps with Cyrus's shit all over the place, and it's awesome. And then uh, she, he, like, he says something like, I'll remember this whenever I'm sitting on my spiky chair. And, he literally says, You will uh-huh. rue this day. <laughs> You'll rue the day you hit me with a big belt. Rue it. <laughs> he is incapable of realizing how little power he has at this point. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's it's like honestly amazing. Yeah. Viserys. Yeah. Viserys does not understand this stuff at all because he's never thought about it. He's always he's been given the script and. Yeah. It doesn't tell him like how power structures work, and Danny is gonna start. I can't. I, yeah, I like the her next couple chapters because um, she starts interrogating things like what what should a king be like, and her one example is Viserys, and she's like, well, not like that. So. Yeah, unfortunately, Jorah is kind of the person who's teaching her like Viserys is not gonna be king, <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, like, well. yeah, he says the thing about the brooms, and then, like, Danny's like, what if it was someone stronger than Viserys? As if that could happen. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that it can. Interesting. Yeah, and then Danny holds her little egg and feels sad. Yeah, Danny goes to bed and with her. And she's a little animal. hopeful, too. <laughs> it's nice. the green one, which I noted mm-hmm. is not the one of the brother, but the other brother. Oh, yes. yes. I don't know how to say that without spoiling, but... <laughs> no, we got it, I think. It's the green okay. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the green egg. It's simply green. Yeah, and she feels her... It is green and also bronze. She feels her uh, fetus baby, uh, like, moving in, inside her, like, reaching out. Yeah, her, her, her whelp. Yeah. Uh, speaking of green, this transition is only gonna make sense in, like, a year, but... <laughs> Let's move. Let's go to Bran. Yeah, if we don't have anything else to say about Danny, it's kind of a straightforward oh. chapter, in my opinion, yeah. at least. Yeah, it's not that. Yeah, it's welcome to Westerothrak, basically. Yeah. Bunch yep. of and bunch of lore and Jorah uh, and Viserys of... just both say some bullshit. Okay, continuing. Oh wait, actually, I guess yeah. I uh, I had some notes on Westerothrak too that um would go here. That so like. I really like the way that Vestothrak like embodies the the Thraki culture, and that you know we already talked about how they have no walls, but um, they the like all these statues that they have lined up, they they haven't really added to this in like a long time. I, I get like they um, they did a lot of conquering like whenever they were kind of spreading out across the Dothraki Sea. Um, that was about that was like basically right after the doom of Valyria because of the power vacuum there so then but then they like kind of established you know working relationships with like and filled that void of like 
who who makes slaves like Valyria used to be the uh, the people that made slaves so the Dothraki now become the source for that and through that they like they create these relationships with their like cities and stuff on their borders which they'll still do like some harrying and raiding and stuff with but the like major powers they're not challenging really like they they go yeah. there they like get, they're not gonna get great works of art from the lessian or something yeah well they go there and they get some gold and some like they get some gifts and then they leave and like so then this is kind of like a another this is similar to like the ironborn where they have this, this i was like, totally oh i had an underline where it said the dothraki do not build super reminded me of the we do not sow thing yeah 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 there's a lot of um, similarities. So, like, this is all these statues on the on the road are like basically like a monument to the past, like this kind of glorified past of like we're you know conquerors and and uh, that similar kind of it's not nationalist because they don't have a nation state really, but um, that kind of attitude. Mm. And also, Vastothrak is. Uh, described as ancient arrogant and empty so that kind of just underlines that mm-hmm. that uh thing mm-hmm. yeah all right very good. much like the iron born yeah. okay babies and puppies time babies <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. nothing there's bad a, happens in there's this at one. least two to three babies and definitely two puppies yes we mm-hmm. will enjoy them is are the horses puppies I don't think a horse. They are to me. Brand's horse, I could call a puppy. Yeah, it's only two it years old or something, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a puppy. Brand's horse. This was the number one Small. thing that threw me the first time I read this. <laughs> Brand's horse and fate of their of the horse, basically. I was like, oh shit, Brand's got a fancy new horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's puppy to me. This will Every matter. Chapter, George kills a horse, <laughs> and he will kill another. <laughs> no one can stop him. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to eat every horse in this fucking room. <laughs> Specialized with the blood of many horses. Chicken said, I'll have to eat every horse in this room. <laughs> That's how. Horse is best. He died for it. <laughs> horse is best, though. Has anyone here eaten horse? No. I think I've yes. eaten horse Not sausage. Willingly. I've eaten, like, caribou there was a big scandal there was a big scandal about five years ago where a bunch of the meat in the uk turned out to be horse meat that was being sold as <laughs> beef. was it best i i don't know because you don't know you're eating it so. oh that's true did you feel stronger for five years for <laughs> five years ago <laughs> do you feel less strong now than you did five years ago <laughs> i do feel like i've weakened so oh. i also feel that so like i'm the control group here so <laughs> oh shit okay <laughs> I mean, I, I've eaten horse, and it's not that special. Mm-hmm. Like, how how strong like, do you say that you are? Um, <laughs> that is probably the strongest one of us. I mean, I, I, I certainly felt stronger. I mean, horse is I wasn't best. hungry yeah, anymore. Can, horse is best. <laughs> I wasn't like, yeah, horse is best. No, it's you not. Like I mean, won the Pigot prediction contest. So, oh, horse is best for your brain. Yeah, Osprey, the yeah. only food the only food in these chapters is Caitlin eats a juicy stick of meat, <laughs> and onions. Yeah, <laughs> she likes juicy sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's what she has. 
<laughs> what can I say? It's what George put down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, God damn it. Bran and Rob are on their horses, and they're at the Winterfell gates, and they're about to go for a nice horse ride. And this is the first time Bran has left the castle since his fall. And um, yeah, yeah, he's all strapped into his like mech suit, uh, horse saddle, and um, they they go out the portcullis thing, and then they go for a ride, and it's really nice, and that's uh, yeah. the end of the chapter. Yeah, <laughs> Bran is loving to ride a horse. It's so cute. I was it's so really- happy for him. Yeah, he's he's like I can ride. Yeah. It's just like flying. Um, Theon's like, I just want you all to know that I fuck. Um, <laughs> it's, important, it's important to me that you know. Some important Theon lore of yeah. ability it's to also, fuck. I'm putting it on his yeah. wiki, it's one of his skills. Yeah, he talks about the girl Kyra that he like winked at and she blushed on the mm-hmm. street and she'll never come up again. Mm-hmm. And she lives mm-hmm. a happy yeah. life. And, yeah. And she's yeah. a weasel in bed. <laughs> which girls yeah. love when you say it about them. Mm. <laughs> weasel in the sheets. There, so they ride through the winter town. Um, I thought this was interesting. So, uh, Brand talks about how only one in five of the houses of the winter town are occupied right now, and they fill up during the winter. So, um, we get that like right after the description of Vastethrak being mostly empty and. Uh, mm. Oh, shit, has yeah. to be ready Damn. for all the people to Beams. return. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's good. I like that. Um, they go through the town. Also, um, well, good. Also, Mister Lewin is riding along on a donkey for some reason. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Lewin has a donkey. Why, why doesn't he have a horse? It's his choice, and you have to respect yeah. it. <laughs> That's like the the squad is like uh, going going on a motorcycle ride on on Sunday, and then there's the one guy who who comes along with the way. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, Mr. Loon's on his scooter. Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> what if he's a humble guy? Maybe he can't go faster because of this leaves. He would like. <laughs> yeah, the the air would the air would would catch in them and he would fly off. He goes too oh, fast no. and he accidentally invents the parachute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they go through the town, they are like two miles away where the wolf's wood starts and they go in and the wolves kinda disappear, they like run off into the forest after something It's their wood. It is. Mm-hmm. Um they get to go in whenever they want. Rob like shows some worry about Bran just like asking if he's okay. Uh, to keep going, and he says, like, yeah, I'm cool. Um, and then they start talking about, uh, like, the wolves were howling last night, mm-hmm. and uh, Rob is like, yeah, like, I, I don't know how much to tell you, Bran, like, I, it's like, you're pretty young, and, I, like, I want to tell you stuff, but also, like, don't know if it's a good idea to, but, and... <laughs> yeah, and then Bran's like, I'm eight. <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> Almost a man grown. <laughs> it isn't that much younger than 15. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is. It's like half. It's like half as old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's Mr. also Lewin like has the regular 19 year old Theon is also there. So it's uh, some nice age range we get. Mm-hmm. I can't confirm yes, that he's 19. weird cousin. 
weird cousin keeps talking about his weird exploits. Yeah. Yeah. Bran, Bran says he doesn't like Theon, which I think is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> but for some reason, he's like, he doesn't like Theon, but for some reason, Rob has taken a liking for him. Damn, so weird that Rob likes Theon. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they talk about, Rob tells them about the a bird he received, um, and it's about what happened with the Ned chapter, um, and he says, you know, they killed Jory, and really sad and Bran says like why yeah. would anyone want to kill Jory so sad oh he's yeah. such a little baby oh that made me so sad because I can totally picture like how baby he is about it yeah yeah he's like, and it's like Jory. a legitimate question yeah because yeah Jamie That's really like... did just kill him out of pure uh pure joker twisted. anarchy I guess yeah yeah to defend Jamie, he was upset that his brother was kidnapped. He was coping. He was coping about his brother being kidnapped, yeah. I, I kill lowborn men to cope. God. He doesn't even do it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even swing the sword. I tell my I tell my friends to kill lowborn men to cope. Yeah. <laughs> it's a totally reasonable response. Yeah. So he says, you know, like, father is, uh, he... Is just, like passed out. Basically, he's given. He's yeah, been Ned given milk of the leg. poppy, and yeah, his leg yeah. was shattered. Rob says, like, oh, right after oh, they killed Troy. That's not the worst of it. Father also also <laughs> broke his leg. Like, hey, <laughs> what about Jory? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it's dead. Like, he has a bone sticking out. I mean, Rob, that is yeah. that is the worst of it. He was yeah. no, you know, you know why why yeah. Rob is upset because uh, Ned broke edge. <laughs> Ned, Ned broke leg. First, he was he was given milk of the puppy and uh, yeah, milk of the yeah. milk of the puppy. Dad's tripping right now. <laughs> oh man! What if it was milk of the puppy? The puppy. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't drink it. It's only for puppies. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like. I don't know, it's like heroin. It's it's an opiate, yeah. yeah. It's an opiate, yeah. yeah. Like poppy seed uh, has mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit of heroin like in there. Like the bagels. Yeah. Um, cool. Like the bagels. <laughs> Just like the bagels. <laughs> you, know. you know those bagels. There's some uh, fun uh, Ma- dialogue Mr. between has given Theon and Bran. a nice bagel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Where... Uh, Theon says, "If your father dies, Rob will be Lord of Winterfell." And uh, Bran screams, "He won't die!" Mm-hmm. Oh, Bran, he won't die. Don't worry, Bran. buddy. He won't die. Not father. Rob yeah. took Not his hand, dad. and then Rob takes his keep, hand. Keep, so nice. Give that back. And he says, "He won't yeah, die." Yeah, Rob's being such a cute little older brother. Yeah, and he says, like, yeah, I don't know what I should do. Like, Rob, Theon thinks I should call the banners. Um, and I guess go to fucking war, but, uh... Yeah, he says blood for blood. Yeah. Theon says blood for blood. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that could be applied to mm. him charitably instead of, uh... Hmm. And, you know. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, Lewin is urging caution, uh... And then they get... Oh, wait. I don't know. They basically... Bran gets kind of, like, sad and uncomfortable, and he's, like, really anxious and, and scared about the prospect of war, and he asks to go back, but first they have to find the wolves. So, um, 
they go they leave they go into the forest to look for the wolves uh theon stays behind everybody else is also kind of lagging behind and then they go like into the forest uh they hear the wolves for a second but uh rob says it'll be easier for me to find them on the on my own so just wait here so then uh nothing bad all right i can't do that joke for the third time but <laughs> <laughs> we're almost done with you find the wolves and go back yeah uh they yeah and nobody <laughs> nobody has kills a man for the first time and nobody sees a bunch of gore and and wolves savaging people and the gore descriptions are so bad in this one yeah yeah but like I think it's very blue snakes like or something. Blue snakes, yeah. That one yeah. was very visceral. Yeah. Visceral viscera. Hey, that's where that word comes from. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could feel it in my gut when that person has their guts torn out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> What's the anyway. exact... Because it, it kind of, like, turns into, I don't know, uncut gems or, like one of those movies where like everything's breaks loose and you nobody is suddenly like you know it it's all becomes very chaotic and i don't even remember the like i'm i'm looking at the pages trying to put together the order in which the events are happening now because it's all like yeah basically basically just some uh, a whole squad comes out of the forest immediately and bran is just like <laughs> trying to be a good little lord which is very cute yeah. he says good day to yeah. you <laughs> Greetings. Good day to you. Are you here to rob me? Hey. I'm a fancy little lad. Please. <laughs> so these strangers come out of the forest. They like Bran says, like I'm not alone. I'm not lost. My brother just rode off, and uh, my guard is following behind me. And there's the one says, like, what are they guarding? Is that silver pin on you? So like, it's an interesting yeah. little thing that he's just like oh they're guarding the like material stuff that's on you like they don't you know he it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a window into the uh thought like the you know a lowborn or like i guess that guy's a wildling he's he's basically like oh the only Mm, the guy in charge is like from the wall right oh okay is he yeah there's like two night's watch deserters i think yeah Yeah. and the rest of them are wildlings okay Hmm. Yeah, so he is Westerosi then, or like has the mm-hmm. southerner mm-hmm. culture. So he says, "Like, what are they guarding? Your your like material wealth? They don't care about people," which is kind of an interesting yeah. like window into the attitude of a, like the small folk onto the into the or what their attitude towards um, the highborn people are. But uh, yeah, so they're kind of. They're basically like asking Bran to get off his horse, uh, or telling him to, and he can't. Uh, they like try to cut the strap, and he cuts his leg, Bran's leg, and it, he doesn't feel it, but it's starting to bleed. And then um, Rob shows up, and he shouts like, uh, "Fuck off!" or something. And like, <laughs> yeah, he says, "Hey, hey, <laughs> fuck off!" Hey. <laughs> and then, yeah, and. They are like, oh, it's the brother, like, just fucking get out of here, like, or we're gonna kill you, and then the yeah, wolves show like, up. Well, yeah. Yeah. And, he- and the guy is still trying to pose against the wolves, he's like, oh, I'll have a wolfskin cloak, a dog is nothing to me, and then... <laughs> They're just <laughs> fucking puppies. devoured instantly. 
They're just puppies. Like, oh shit, he's hard. They're puppies and like already at the size of regular wolves. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Bran gives us some like dire wolf physiology here. <laughs> Which I appreciate because I have like, never well, seen actually, a dire wolf in Their life. snouts are differently proportioned to their legs. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the feet. And, uh, it's all in those big puppy puppy paws. Yeah. It would be great if uh, a Game of Thrones was written like in like the same way Moby Dick is written, where there's like chapters where George just explains the physique of all these animals. <laughs> I haven't George, read that book. Please so. release the it's good the unicorn chapters. I know they're real. <laughs> We're getting late. So like, they where he, he talks about the sewers of Winterfell for an entire chapter. <laughs> He yeah. talks about the series of Cast Really Rock. That's true. I mean, we did get an Arya chapter that was entirely sewers. Oh, that's also true. That was a lot of sewer content. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, like, it. six guys get eaten by wolves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah, like, Rob tries to, like, negotiate or, you know, like, threaten them down, and uh, the leader is like, fuck you, like, let's fight. And then... Uh, Rob is on a horse, he has got a sword, he's got, like, chain mail, uh, he's also got two fucking wolves, and, uh, they, yeah, they basically tear the shit out of all of these guys, um, and, uh, but Stiv is the leader, he's, like, the last guy standing, and he's got Bren with a knife to his throat, and, uh, and also there's, uh, Osha, who, she yeah. just got, like, knocked down, but she gets her spear yeah. again. Number one, hold our penis appreciator, Osha. Only Hodor penis appreciator. I don't think anybody else. Uh, anyway, whatever. That seems weird. <laughs> what? Osha. Stiv's like, Osha, kill the dire wolves. And she's like, fuck that. She's like, fuck you. You kill the dire wolves, dumbass. <laughs> she, it's literally like the, uh, the, like, Tarantula McElroy episode where <laughs> he's like, actually, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of touching a tarantula. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah. So there's a Mexican standoff of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wolves and Rob is. Uh, Rob is. And Rob. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Osha won't kill the wolves, so then he kills. He tells Rob to kill the wolves. <laughs> and Bran is like, no, Rob, if you kill the wolves, he'll just kill us. And, like, obviously, Rob knows that. Mm-hmm. And then he just gets extremely murked by Theon. Yeah, Theon no-scopes him. <laughs> he does. <laughs> one shot, it's one kill, cool. Theon Greyjoy. Mm-hmm. And then Rob chews him out for it. <laughs> yeah. And Theon's like, damn it, I thought Rob would thought that was pretty cool. Why <laughs> <laughs> didn't you see my sick shot? Yeah, my 360. Off, and Rob's like, fucking, what if you hit Bran? He was right there. Theon's like, mm, whatever. Yeah, like. Theon's like, uh, I never miss. Yeah. And also, one one of the guards comes in and sees the, the whole scene and just. He pukes. Starts to yeah, vomit. Because yeah. he sees the wolves, like, eating a person. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we be worrying about this? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what the fuck? I hope this doesn't oh. mean anything. <laughs> Actually, I'm like oh, wondering if this is the. And you don't have to answer this. We can like in future episodes uh, come back to this question and 
evaluate it, but I'm wondering if this is the last time Theon does something cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, he he does. I actually had like a conspiracy theory reading this chapter where I was like, if just this book came out and there was like ten years until the next one, like it is right now, I think people would think Theon set this attack up. Because like he he comes with his bow and quiver for no reason. He's like, maybe I'd get a deer. I don't know why. And then he like rides off for no reason. And his explanation for why he rode off is like super vague. (laughs) I spied a turkey. Yeah, he's like, "Mm, I wanted to go hunt somewhere else. It's like really weirdly suspicious. And I was like, damn. Mm. (laughs) If I didn't know that Theon didn't do this, I would think that Theon did this. <laughs> Theon is like kind of weird in this book. If he like, just overall. said he saw a hot girl and, and yeah. went after her, that would be more. Yeah, Theon says possible. he spied a turkey. Like, mm. what the fuck are yeah. you doing, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and he just like had That's his bow a... ready for no reason. That's not even a cool animal to kill. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Theon, even yeah, then, right. even the one time you could have been cool. Yeah, and it's and it's like these people oh. show up just the way that. Like, Jamie's guys showed up. Like, why would these guys be here? Mm. Obviously, Theon told them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, uh, Bran was waiting there for a while. Like, I got the feeling... Mm. I mean, it's only, like, a paragraph, and it doesn't say, like, he was waiting for hours. But I got the feeling that he was waiting there for, like, at least, uh, like, half an hour or something. Because Rob had to go find the wolves, and then he had to, like, truss up the deer and get it onto his horse and then come back mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That takes a bit of time. Um, but, yeah, Rob chews Theon out for uh, for making that, like, rash decision, but then he kind of stops, like, because he's more angry at himself for leaving Bran, I think. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, Mr. Lewin, like, he's also, like, kind of scared, like, grossed out by all the, uh, blood and guts everywhere, but he kind of shakes his head and, like, goes to, he, like, remembers his maester training to ignore <laughs> blood, I guess. And, uh. Yeah, cause, cause he has to help Bran with his dripping leg wound. Mm hmm. Hmm. Um. And then they take Osha hostage, cause she surrenders. Hmm. Yeah, and Lewin is like, "Well, we can question her about why they were here and blah blah blah." And Rob's like, "Fuck yes, I don't have to do another murder." Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is the first time that I think both Rob and Theon, uh, definitely Rob, pretty sure Theon also have ever killed anyone. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's uh, pretty intense. Like, I don't know where else Rob Theon would get to kill anyone. No. Oh. Yeah, I don't think he would have. Yeah, like at the beginning of the book, uh, Rob was just fighting with wooden swords, and mm-hmm. now he's had to yeah. actually kill. Theon gets no PTSD from this. Theon feels nothing. <laughs> Theon has a normal one, but like literally, Theon is really <laughs> fine with it. Theon has a literal normal one. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like unironically. Normal. Rob also immediately yeah, says to. To hack off the deserters' heads and send them to the wall. Yeah, like I think that that's in, just in lot, of, in lot of Winterfell mode immediately. Yeah, yeah. And Theon wants them to give Usher to the wolves as well, so he's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, <laughs> it feels like <laughs> more murder. Let's just watch it happen." Great. <laughs> There's a guy named Quent here. I think that's yeah. a good name. <laughs> Quent. 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 It's for it's short for well, you know, 
Quentin. <laughs> For spoilers. Quentin with a Y. <laughs> It it kind of sounds like the card game from The Witcher. Oh, Gwen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gwen. yeah. <laughs> no. All right, well, that's chapters. That's chapters. That chapters. Wow. Only that's the book. Two hours. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I think it's more like two ten or something because we. Oops. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. There's some plot foreshadowing stuff that I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, yes. Okay, it's, I mean, we're entering the spoiler zone. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. zone. Should, should that be a noise or something that you make? Okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it's past the noise. <laughs> okay, so if we're going to take like the show canon, I think we can. We can reasonably agree that like Arya and Sansa whenever they reunite are gonna fucking kill Littlefinger and like put him on trial right um I don't know that Arya has anything to do with Littlefinger in the books honestly he's not on her list or anything so I mean I'm not even sure she met him yeah does does she know about him yeah he's not really anything to her as far Mm. I mean, with like uh, fake Arya plotline, we could say like. Uh, <gasps> oh, maybe it would be Jane and Sansa. It's like books. it's like a like a proxy revenge, maybe. Mm. Well, I mean, as, I'm sure as soon as she hears about all the fucking shit that Littlefinger did, uh, yeah. that she'll be cool. <laughs> she'll put him on her <laughs> list. I don't know. Yeah, I could like, see it being like, I like the idea Jane, Jane and Sansa instead. Yeah. Mm. I like that idea. Um, I also, though I kind of do just want Jane to uh, be safe somewhere and not have to see any more death and shit. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, like Sansa, Sansa being still like uh, Elaine, so hiding her Stark identity and Jane posing as a Stark. Right. Kind of, kind of neat. Um, yeah. Well, I if if it does if Arya and Sansa do do this or, or Jane and Sansa uh, would be kind of similar. This uh, whenever Cat uh, and Lysa join up to put Tyrion on trial, it's kind of a similar thing. Is I think it could be like foreshadowing of that because this is also okay. um, it's kind of like whenever whenever like the you know the whole Moon Cataclysm thing happens. Um, if you look at the two moons as sisters, whenever whenever Azorahai like breaks the moon, he like turns the moons against each other, and uh, because the fire moon scream like death scream leaves a crack on the face of the ice moon, so it, like kind of attacks it. So whenever they get back together, whenever the two moons come back together and like ally again, they're gonna like kill Azorahai. So. Uh, that's kind of similar. Like Tyrion's an Azor Ahai character, so they're they're trying to throw him out the moon door, but they're still kind of against each other at this point. But Arya and Sansa like coming together and killing Littlefinger will be kind of the the culmination of that. Uh, mm, yeah, little story. Because because Cat and Liza don't actually really work together, so they don't succeed in beating Tyrion. Yeah, but it is kind of like at least symbolically, it's Catelyn. Uh, brings Tyrion to the uh, to the place and mm-hmm. then they kind of both put him well, I mean Lysa puts him on trial but yeah and then there's also uh, yeah like 
I'm not gonna like go as far as to say that the show do it, did it like exactly, but they had that that letter little thing that was like a big deal for some reason that Arya got pissed about when she saw that letter that Sansa wrote in season one or two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Catelyn mentions that cursed letter that you sent me, warning me about the Lannisters. So yeah, I don't know. It could be something. I. If it is, like, close to the show, I'm sure that it'll make more sense and be resolved better. We'll just have to wait until later 2020 to yeah. find out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do we get? Uh, in the Caitlin chapter, like, I said right at the beginning, there was a line that is, like, uh, heavy foreshadowing with Caitlin. Oh, yeah. What's that? She literally thinks sometimes she felt as though... Her heart had turned to stone. Like, <laughs> come on. Oh, shit. That's like... Oh, George really wore big, a hat for that one. <laughs> big George funny head smiley at the side of the I've page. I've seen that line before, but I, I missed it I, this time around for some reason. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a... Uh, I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, not not much to discuss here. It's just... Yeah. yeah. So it's, a, it's also kind of an odd line at this place. I don't know, because... It's, it's, uh, the context is uh, because like three people died to, or few people died to, to bring her here, but, uh, they were like, yeah, she's pretty she, much nobodies to her. So, well, she's that, like, that, like, uh, would, would have turned her heart to stone and not thinking of, I don't know, like, uh, uh, brain falling or something like that. Yeah. 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 So she's like, Worried that the six people that died to get her here were like died for nothing mm. cause if Tyrion is in- innocent. Yeah. So. Uh, the other thing I had was um, whenever the scene between Danny and Viserys <laughs> where she slaps his shit, there's a the blood that she draws from Viserys it like spatters onto the sand silk cloak that she had made for him, and that the like blood on the sand uh, phrase made me think of Daznak's pit. And in both uh, scenes, Danny is, like, trying to make concessions to somebody to, like, make peace. She's trying to, in Daz Next Pit, she opened the fighting pits to, like, try and make Marine like her better. And also to, she had all the uh, other slaver cities, like, nobility there to, like, try and make a peace with them. And in, she's obvious, she's trying to make peace with Viserys, too. And in both scenes, she whips the fuck out of a dragon and, like, cows it. Yeah, she's literally whipping a dragon. That's pretty good. I think that one's confirmed to me. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's also, like, both scenes, um, she's, like, waking her own dragon. But with Danny, like, her, her dragon, like, you know, her, like, rage and stuff is always, like, it's a, deeply tied to, like, protection. And, like, in this first book, it's for herself, Whenever she kind of lashes out of Viserys, but later that will like that umbrella will open up over like everyone she considers her children, and so like in this scene she's just protecting herself and like she that's where her like rage comes out. But um, in the Desnax Pit thing, she's like she's trying to protect Jorgon and all the people that he's like fucking murdering. So uh, that's like whenever her power is like realized and it's like this like rage this like dragon aspect in the show they try to like oh she's nice sometimes but sometimes she's a little like uh wanton and violent and she has this dragon aspect that's in opposition to her 
like mother protector side but in the books they're literally like the same thing she the only Mm -hmm. time she gets like this pissed is and like um you know she was trying to make peace and then the other party didn't really like respond or like something out out of her control happened and then she goes into badass mode and and saves everybody basically so yeah I fucking wish she'd had the Drogon egg at the end, though. Why'd she get the green one? Because it's green. (laughs) I mean, the fucking... It says at the end that she dreams of home, so maybe it's like, I don't know. The thing is, all of her eggs are named after shitty people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really make a difference. Well, like, yeah, but, like, Drogon is the dragon point. in that scene, though. So if she had been holding Drogon's egg in this scene, it would have been, like, a nice little parallel, maybe. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Or if she had, like, held the Viserys, the Viserys egg, then it would have been, like, she's sad for, like, Viserys not being able to be the person she wants him to be. But instead, it's neither of those. Like, it makes me kind of <laughs> crazy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Rhaegar is, like, the one she never knew so there's like that connection to that home she never knew i don't know yeah yeah i can see that maybe mm. maybe george also just didn't really think yeah george point. just didn't know what he was maybe calling she the just dragons picked up yet. the closest yeah. one <laughs> she, she specifically asked for the green one i think or no she just asked for one of them bring me an egg yeah just bring me an egg <laughs> i mean that's also that the line that uh that her child is reaching out to yeah. the mm-hmm. To the egg, and I mean, the child's gonna be Rago, and the dragon's mm, gonna be yeah, Rago. Right, right. So. Uh, George's hat fell off, maybe, for this one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do think the, like, blood-to-blood of the baby and the egg is pretty spooky. It's a little spooky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a bit. Um, Alright, what else do we got? We got some myth stuff. Um, I could talk about... Uh, uh, the Virgin Mary, the Mephaeo Tokos. You guys want to hear some Orthodox Christian stuff? <laughs> uh, I think I've mentioned before that uh, the like the Green Sea. When this is a Ned has or er, George has like five hats on for this one. Whenever he jokes about the there's like he makes this pun. It's like this extended pun throughout the whole series of a Green Sea. Like a literal ocean, green Ver- sea. Yeah, exactly. So Oof. the like the ocean is like an underworld, you know, in Ironborn mythology, um, and and it's you know symbolically similar to the Weirwood Net and also to like the night sky. But so the the ocean, um, the uh, what's the? It's like Latin, I think. Uh, a mare is like an ocean or a sea. Um, and that's yeah. where the name Mary comes from. And, uh, mm-hmm. whenever, uh, the weirwood is also like a burning bush, like, uh, like from the Moses story. And the Orthodox Christians look at the burning bush as a symbol for Mary because it's holding Christ because they, they think that the, the voice that speaks to Moses is Christ, uh, because it says, I am that is. And that's what Christ says whenever he, uh has a body um so the burning bush itself is like mary because it's holding 
uh, Christ. It's like she was pregnant with the you know something that's bigger than the universe, but she could still hold it in her mortal body. And she uh, the bush is burning, but it's not uh, consumed, which is like her getting pregnant without uh, sinning by having sex. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's just a, that shit like was really cool to me because it's like this. Uh, there's just so, so many layers. Like there's so many uh, little like uh, reinforcing kind of angles they're taking in. Uh, so many like different mythologies and stuff they're tying in. That um, you know from the green sea to the like burning tree to the the like mother and and life giver like uh, of the god. I don't know. It's cool. It's definitely cool. Uh, I do like whenever whenever I see people talking about like, oh, this reminds me of this mythology and this one. Yeah. And like oh, almost all the time, it's like so close that I'm like, I guess he must have done it on purpose. But it's like <laughs> so much stuff for him to have done on purpose too. Yeah. And I think yeah, I just have just have uh, have uh, has taken uh, inspiration from it. Maybe not just. Yeah. Not uh, like oh, for a sure. conscious parallel, but just like drawing yeah. from. Yeah, it can also just be like things that sunk just... into cultural consciousness. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Stuff that's just like conventional hero's journey or like story stuff, yeah. cycle of revenge things, all that. Yeah, and, the, and these myths have been interacting with each other in that same way over centuries, so they've all kind of mixed together and have similar things going on mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so the reason I brought it up was that uh, the Virgin Mary was like the only woman that was allowed on Mount Athos, and she's kind of synony- synonymous with the mountain itself. Um, and only men are allowed on Mount Athos, so it's like um, I think it's kind of similar to like um, I don't know. I don't think there's only men can be green seers, but the only ones that we've seen are green seers, and they're coded male. And the the trees are coated female, generally. Um, uh-huh. So it's kind of a, a like it's a similar. True, there haven't been any female green seers, huh? At least I mean we only <laughs> have. I think two. it's time for a female green seer. <laughs> <laughs> Woman on the bottom of the tree in a nest of roots that are eating her. And <laughs> like, anyway, was the was the child of the forest a woman? Or like a girl coded? I thought she was. Leaf, yeah. In the show, maybe, yeah. but I don't remember what what she was like in the books. No, she is. She's in the books. Um, but oh, okay, so that's something. I, well, the, the the ghost of High Heart is also like an old woman. It is. Uh, that's true. Is she green? Or is it, is it something else? I mean, I think we could say that she has green dreams, but uh, that's not the same. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I mean, we only have a sample size of like two, so. Mm. Sure. <laughs> uh, are we saying that a green seer and a warg are the same thing, or no? Uh, I tend to think that the only difference is like mm. being wedded to the tree, and also like a general magnitude of power versus. But I don't think it's like a difference of category. So then, is Arya a green seer? No, because uh, I don't know. If she's the- warped. Yeah, she's she's a skin changer, but I don't think she she you have to like be wedded to the tree, which I don't mm. I don't know if you have to eat that uh paste to do, but um Judge and paste. it at least helps like you have to eat your friend, yeah. You have to eat your best friend. <laughs> she eats some weird paste. 
we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, George she, will tell us later she, in the she, year. She she think, she drinks the the blind going juice. Yeah, the, the blind going juice. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Juice that makes your eyes not work. That's kind of like that is very much like seer <laughs> symbolism. Going blind, as mm. well. yeah. It's very like Teresius stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's like how fucking Euron lost an eye, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't lose an eye; he just covers it up. His secret <laughs> it's eye. Cool. Yeah, he's just yeah. the one-eyed crow for no reason. Yeah. Um, well, it's a it's part of his pirate costume. <laughs> just like, like in, just like like in SpongeBob, where he they like... also have real pirates. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it, that's the thing. I'm uh, like that sounds like a joke, but he actually. No, I know, I know. He's he's literally putting on a show of being Ironborn, and like, yeah. Uh, so back to another thing about Vastothrak is there's a lot of hollow hills. I talked about those Hobbit hill Hobbit holes. Um, those are you know make us think of. Uh, Children of the Forest, like, places where uh, they lived in, like, hollow hills. At least some of them. They do now. Um, the hollow hills, there's probably other times where they'll be, like, that'll uh, provoke this conversation more, but um, there's Yeah, lots. there's, like, the, the people in the hills that Stannis goes to. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're li- living in the same type of things... They're in, like, caves. Huh. In the hills or something like that. I think they have buildings. Well, because, like, Bran and Jojen and Mira, like, stay in a cave with a guy. Oh, yeah, but I don't think that guy lived there. I think he was just traveling. <laughs> I think he was... He, I think he lived there. I don't I think, think he, he lived there. He didn't live there. He left, like... he. So, he was just traveling, because he left in the morning and, like, left them food. Like they, but I think it was like a place for people to live. It was like a nomadic home or something. That was my remembrance of it. I think it's just a cave. Because he had snacks. Yeah, but he just had those. He had them with him. I don't All know. Right, we'll see. We'll see. It's impossible <laughs> to say. <laughs> In a year or two or whatever the heck. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do remember Bran really liking the oat cakes that had uh, pine nuts in them or something like that. He was feeling it. Yeah, they're... I would eat that. <laughs> Tasty. The I would eat the oat cakes and I would eat the meat on a stick. <laughs> I would eat the horse. <laughs> I I would have Boss to see if it was best. I would have to see if it was best. <laughs> Give it a mark out of zero to best. Horse. <laughs> Uh, at some point, uh, whenever I think it's in John's Clash chapters, they just like chew on raw horse meat because like they don't have time to cook it. They're running from the wildlings and like they just peel off some meat and ra- eat it raw. Like just chew on some uncooked, not jerky. Like, <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, the brand chapter. So this one. Uh, six people uh, come in to, like, you know, try to get them, get Bran, and that's the, like, numbers match up to the Waymar prologue uh, whenever he's attacked by the others. And uh, I just noticed a similarity between the way the lead guy's um, outfit is described and the way that the armor's, the other's armor is described. So... The one, the, the like, Night's Watch deserter 
is described his outfit's described as patched here with blue and there with dark green and faded everywhere to gray, but once that cloak might have been black. And the other's armor says, Here it was white as new fallen snow, there black as shadow, everywhere dappled with the deep gray green of the trees. So similar colors. I think that's valid. Yeah. Um and I don't really know. I think I mean we could definitely say that like this is reinforcing Bran as the last hero kind of person, but I, mm-hmm. I don't really know what else to make of that. Uh, there's a lot of times that the wildlings are used to uh, stand in as the others. Yeah, I mean, they're also from Beyond the Wall. Yeah. We'll talk more about that, I think, when we get to, like, Clash and Storm. Whenever we mm-hmm. get get our fingers into that wildling culture and complain more about <laughs> George racism. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting so annoyed about the Dothraki not having any instruments. It was yeah, yeah. like there's this Mongolian violin which has got two strings and one's mare hair and the other is stallion hair, and you it's like like got a big horse's head carved at the top. And I just I just think that would be yeah cool. yeah. Just but George is like the Dothraki don't have any culture. All they do is steal culture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they have one. Well, they can they can paint dragons on leather vests. Our culture is horses, and we yeah. love horses. <laughs> Our culture is... Oh, yeah, Danny had that line about, like, oh, I love the blood riders. If my son is king, he'll have a blood rider to protect him from his king's guard. And I'm like, Danny, honey. <laughs> like, if your king's guard is <laughs> yeah. rebelling, your blood riders can, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a... Um, she does talk about the how they, like, could share... You know, meat and meat, and sometimes their wives. Yeah, they share wives, but not horses. Yeah, but not horses. And I, th- nice. I thought that was kind of similar to how uh, we learned that, like, a dragon rider has—they only can ever ride one dragon. Like, dragons can have multiple riders, like, over their lifetimes. But uh, if you ride a dragon, you only ride one dragon. So. Yeah, that's why Danny needs to find her other heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So when Tyrion gets a dragon, anyway, let's wrap up this episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that oh, when it comes when it comes up in the books, like it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he gets a dragon. When he gets a dragon. <laughs> Alrighty. When, when we find out his his time traveling. Yeah. Tyrion is not a, a t- no. Stop this! <laughs> I can't allow this theory this far no further. <laughs> As we all know, as a secret Targaryen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, He's only not. Targaryens can ride dragons, so the Night King is a, drag- a Targaryen. <laughs> Wait, the Night King is a dragon? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> a dragon is warding the Night King. Tyrion is riding the Night King, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just piggybacking oh. him. Just on his back, yeah. And they're He's both really, doing really one fast. little smirk and they're loving it. Hodor is running towards him uh, with Bran on his. Oh, they're gonna like play chicken. The they're gonna they're play chicken, running at each other. Alrighty, mm-hmm. uh, if you're still living, listening, uh, I love you and uh, fuck Dora. <laughs> aged a thousand years. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you stay with us uh, <laughs> for books. Fuck Dora. Yeah, please tell your friends about how much Dora sucks. Yeah, please spread the we good word the of word hating out. Jorah. They need to know. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah. Fuck Jorah.